This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Mic check, one, two, one, two. There we go. Sounds better to me. Man, <sighs> what I noticed is, uh, well, I know what I do. Uh-huh. If I walk into, if I walk into a door, I yeah. leave the door in the same state I found it in. Before I approach the door, I respect that. Like if it's the door is open, leave it I open. leave it open. If the door is closed, I close it back. I leave it closed. Yeah. What I've been it's a little home training, you know what I'm saying? What I've noticed about running the studio, this one specifically, <laughs> this specific location, this is going on our third year yeah. or our second year on this, on the fourth floor. But niggas don't do that. They no. do the exact opposite. No. Like I just I just don't be understanding. Like you walk through the door and you just like fam, what, what? lead a bitch open. I don't like I don't fam. Be, you let my arrow. That I you could tell it. who who mama told them they was letting I be the arrow like, when they was young. You want me to get robbed? You mm, want me to get shot? Mm. You trying to let somebody in? Hold up. They Tariqing you? <laughs> they Tariqing you? Even the back door oh, open on me, nigga. They think you Proctor? Shit. Oh my god. But guess what? I'm just like Proctor in the fact I'm busting back though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bah, bah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still pro- mad Proc didn't like get one off. <laughs> Nigga, I'm like old dog on the front lawn. You know what I'm saying? Just shoot at whatever. You know? Hey. But uh Hey man. Big apologies to uh to everybody who texts me and says, Yo, I was playing the pod and then like my mom got in the car and y'all said some wild shit. Like soon uh, as she sat down. Guess I'm going to try better today. I'm not. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I ain't make this podcast for your fucking mom. No, <laughs> 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 nah, man. Big apologies, yo. If uh, if you didn't got caught at work or you didn't got caught with your mom and your kid getting in and, and they heard something wild. Um, but my you, question is, yeah. when the kid or the person got in and they heard something wild, did you smile, though? Yeah, yeah, did you laugh? yeah. Cause sometimes hey. it'd be funny when when you when when the an adult hey. hears something they supposed to And did you put them on? <laughs> yeah. And did you put them on? Most yeah. importantly, I don't yeah. care if your boss heard me cussing. I care if you told your boss check this podcast out. Um, but with that said, man, get y'all niggas together. Now tell me who wanna fuck with us Ashes to ashes, dust to dust I bang, and let your fucking brain tank Snitches, fuck all the maple bitches with riches Who carry 22s up in they hosiery A black teller when my father bustin' and loaded me Think he just finished sniffin' the key And dippin' the D's, don't hate me Feel like he bonds for hitting my mom's leg Yeah, condom pop Nigga, I was born in the drop Coke ball in the pot Shake the feds and bust shots at them street cops Fuck your point is, my point is that nigga said hate Nikki Barnes for hitting my mom's nigga. That's tough. <laughs> shit. <laughs> and not a tough bar. This is some tough shit to deal with. Shine just give me the vibes that his life was tough. Uh welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week in culture, episode eighty five. I'm your esteemed host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant. AKA today will be the last day y'all niggas get the ghost voice for something that ghost said because ghost ain't saying nothing no more. And I got my nigga with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, AKA It's So Hard. Man. 
to say goodbye. Yo, I had so to many like James St. Patrick. I had so many like goodbye joints lined up, man. Like we gonna get a few of them off. We gonna respect the God. Shout to Bad Boy. Shout to Diddy. <laughs> Diddy ain't got our publishing. Never gonna get it. Mama told me one day it was gonna happen, but she never told me when. She told me it would happen when I was much older. I wish it would have happened then. Turn up! Hey man, it's really over, dog. Man, I repeat to my nigga James. Rest in peace, James St. Patrick, man. Did to my... all the theorists out there, Jay and I included, man. My dog really died out here. Man. I'm hurt. Did he though? Did he though? Like we didn't Bro. see no funeral. Fam, it's the quickest turnaround uh legally. The the legal legal Pieces of that, the will and, and Fam, testament it, it I've ever still, seen in my it life. It was still morning. Fam. It wasn't 12 hours later. Fam, like, Fam, no. like, it wasn't 12 hours later. They were still cleaning truth. <laughs> they hadn't left truth yet. Like, the crime scene ain't really got it together, dog. Oh, man. So, uh, for those of y'all who haven't caught it, this week in culture, we review episode 15 of season six of Power, the series finale. Yeah. Power. Ain't no more power, dog. Imagine that, bro. Did you watch the Stars episode of Power? Yeah. I, I did, like, a couple, I don't know, about an hour or so ago. Yeah. Like, the last couple of minutes. Did you watch after the credits? All the, all the way through? Yeah. yeah. To that terrible... Oh, I got it. I already know what you're talking about. Uh, so, for those of you who didn't go all the way through to the very end of the credits... uh, What do you think that's about? I already know what it's about. I'm glad you brought that up. Segways out here. Um, Stars, as of today, has greenlit three more spinoffs of its popular crime drama. And the newest offshoot center. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Crime drama? That's, yep. When did this become a crime drama? It was a comedy to me. <laughs> uh, but what we saw at the end was Power Book 3, Raising Canaan a prequel set in the 1990s that will chronicle the early years of Kanan Stark, the character played by executive producer Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Power Book 4, Influence, will center on Rashad Tate, the slippery politician played by Lorenz Tate in the original series as he continues his cutthroat quest for power. And finally, Power Book 5, Force, Force will follow Joseph Sakura's character, Tommy, as he cuts ties and puts New York in his rearview mirror for good and tries to make his way on the West Coast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we got the Tommy version. We got the Tate version. Tate version. And the prequel. So how's that book five? What we missing? Book two is this ghost joint that's finna come on this summer. Uh. So that's book two, and then book three is the prequel, four is Tate, five is Tommy. How you feel about that, man? We just get right into it. I feel like... They're ODing. I feel like Stars is trying to have people keep the app for the entire year <laughs> and not just cancel that shit today. My mother got rid of that about an hour ago, um, so she didn't listen. So I'm going to take it off. Yeah. 
Um, and, and that's the thing. Book two don't even come back till summer, or come on till summer rather. Yeah, I'll, I'll get stars back in the summertime. Yeah, then. And they confirmed that when book two comes back in the summer, uh, it will be picking up within a couple days of where the series finale left off, which we're gonna get to where this left off in a minute. But um, far as these these sequels and and prequels and all that go, I don't need them. And I know we sat up last week and we discussed like stuff we would have like if they were going to come out with a sequel sequels we would have liked to see yeah i'm not necessarily mad at them coming out with a tate sequel uh, because it's a character that we wanted to learn more about we hoped would be bigger in the power like scope and, and he was people did that one right yeah that, I, hope he, I hope he's a lot more involved hope he does the whole he, show he won't he won't <laughs> courtney's vanity won't let her that's um, unfortunate and uh so i'm not mad at it i hope they do it right though Cause that still can be done very poorly. And if they play it the way they played Tate's character the last three seasons, we won't care. Yeah. Um, the rise of Canaan or raising Canaan, whatever that one's called power book three. I don't want to see it. If it's using those characters that they used at the that end looks of that. nothing like the outside of Angie. I wasn't feeling not a single word out of any of them. The, the, the cornrows fam Tommy's hair wasn't even the same color. Like he, he looked got, like young got, Justin Timberlake. He got blonde hair and blue eyes in real life. Yeah. Or on this version, yeah. he had dark hair. Yeah, you like, got a fucking, uh, he a brunette. Brunette, yeah. yeah. With cornrows and a, no. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, and dude playing James just didn't give me none of the James vibe. I know that was a very small, very short window. So I'm not necessarily saying like they're terrible, but that looked like it'll be terrible. If that's the look you want me to wait on to when it, because it just got greenlit. So clearly they ain't filmed They yet. think they're the Avengers. They, oh, they've been calling it the powered uh, universe, fam. The power verse. They think come they on. Marvel because y'all had some come on after the credits. Who y'all think? Man. The only reason I even stay after the credits on the app because one, I saw. I'm like, this looks like too much time left for. I know it's not four more minutes of credits. Yeah. And I heard people tweeting about the the power verse. I'm like, yeah. And the multiple books, I'm like, did they show those? Was it like a recap? So I watched to the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, that wasn't on my leak that I had. So oh no, nah. and that was funny too because uh, I watched it with Shorty on the app, and she asked me like, did y'all see that? I said, no, nah, that wasn't on the leak, baby. That was not part of the leak, man. Well, it was on um, that, that gave me a because the leak was an hour and 20 minutes yeah, on yeah. the app. It was an hour and 22 minutes. I'm like, what's this extra what's two minutes? Minute? Yeah. So that's why I stayed and, and looked. Yeah, man. Raising Canaan just doesn't look really interesting to me. And we've talked about this, me and you a long time ago. We said, if they did a prequel centered around them coming up and Canaan being the man and breeze being the man and all that, it's uneventful because we know exactly what happened. You're not leading me anywhere. I know that no matter what that is, Kanan's going to prison and Bree's getting killed. It's only one show that has successfully been able to pull off something when we know exactly what's going to happen. And that's This Is Us. Like, I knew that the dad died. But this show is about time hops and it's always a time hop. So even though he died, he's still in the show. And it kind of got me because they made him almost die on the show a few times okay so i'm like is this time i'm like but yeah kind of kept you guessing yeah um and, and here's the thing man i'm not 
you know, like I, I watched The Outsider, which I'm super excited to get home and watch tonight. Um, brilliant show on HBO. Still haven't watched it yet. Uh, now I think they're at like tonight is episode six. So now you got a good little run to run through if you uh if you check it out. But um on the outsider, it it puts me in a very like normal time. Like it's not giving me anything like extra terrific extra uh like spacey like yeah. we not getting any like they probably don't tell you what out of this is, world sort it's, of it's just you just kind of th- yeah because sometimes they look like they're dressing a little bit older like some cats hairstyles and they belts is giving me 70s vibes then it looked like oh wait this might be like 2019 2018 so i don't really know where i'm at but it looked like normal earth but it's some stuff happening on there that ain't really normal i'm not questioning it because it's good if Power Book 3 Raising Canaan is good, then. we won't have a problem with the fact that we know what's going to happen. My issue is, based on the last three seasons of Power, I don't trust that it'll be good. Um, and that's just where my problem is. So. One of my homegirls, she said, I'm not watching uh, a Power spinoff until maybe season three. Because mm. I don't want to get hooked on something good and then it yeah. flip and switch and yeah. end up not being good no more. Like, I yeah. might wait till the whole thing over with. Yeah. I'm, like, eh? I'm not mad at the strategy, man. That's the thing that, um, you know, I've been I've been reading a lot of stuff with 50 and and uh, Omari and Courtney as we've gone into the series finale. And they sound like they hit something out the park. And I'm just like, I, they, they're tone deaf, bro. Or they that's that's the the fake voice yeah. they put on. Yeah. When the, at the end of this episode, it felt real real empire-ish yeah even the music seemed yeah. empire-ish because uh, empire like once it towards the end they'll the music will slowly come up doom, 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 doom. is that what um doom, old doom, girl doom, in the doom, group doom. meant by cookie i saw somebody say something about uh tasha looking like cookie well you know cookie was in jail and that's so i didn't know that. i never watched empire yeah never watched empire but i saw the cookie reference and i didn't really get it i know we've talked a lot about tasha's nipples whole, so i didn't know if maybe whole, she was referencing that was, Cookie was just getting out of prison when Empire started. Yeah, the whole or thing when was, when their Empire yeah. started. Got you, got she you. She was getting out of prison because she took the rap on some shit that Lucius did or something. Okay, it was okay. Yeah, so. got you. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw somebody write that in the group earlier, and I didn't really understand the comment per se. Yeah. Um. But uh, before we get into this, man, I'm gonna go ahead and kick this uh, Remy seven seventeen thirty eight off, man. And we are gonna pour the up series finale. Of yeah, Power. man. We we couldn't come in here with just forties for y'all today, nah. Cause this is six years in the making, man. This is um, you know, so it's, it's a difficult time, dog. We dealing with the death of our our hero, James St. Patrick, a good man, great man, you know. Survived by two trifling, man, (laughs) man, two trifling ass people. Oh man, survived by a trifling son, a trifling ex, and a daughter that may or may not be his because I think that the grandma has a legal custody. I don't know. Um, well, shout out to one of our faithful listeners who brought in the seventeen thirty eight. Yeah, appreciate the seventeen thirty eight. Said we was gonna wait to the finale to crack, and we are. Hey, we might need to sneak this in the movie uh saturday yeah yeah everybody get a little shot just for joining us yo speaking Hope of that see y'all saturday yo man uh if you have not bought your tickets i'm about to do a count right now let me get y'all getting a live head count i seen some emails today uh-huh all right so we got two uh 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 
we have six tickets remaining. Six tickets remaining for the private screening of the photograph this Saturday. Sep- yeah, I was about to say September 15th. Um, February 15th, this Saturday at 6 p.m. at the Royal Oak Imagine Theater. Uh, you can meet us in, I believe, private theater room 22. Uh, just you'll see the sign when you come in. Uh, come up the stairs or come up the elevator, man. Uh, $30 per ticket, limit two tickets. Um, included in that is a live conversation with Aunt Jay and all the This Week in, Pod- this week in Culture podcast listeners. The movie. The movie and uh unlimited popcorn and beverage so um and that's non-alcoholic beverage for somebody who asked me don't be stupid i'm not paying for drinks all night fam <laughs> go get you a coke like everybody else and you relax maybe next year yeah 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 man um the way y'all was tripping about this 30 dollars though getting to holler at your people if you want free drinks you got to holler at your people because y'all expecting us to ball out and y'all ain't ready to pay no ticket but uh Nevertheless, man, thank you to everybody who's already purchased a ticket. I really appreciate the uh, the speed at which we're able to get these off. It's just a quick in and out every time, yeah. man. I, I really love that. And I but like the fact that it's a real intimate setting. It's And that's the thing. I had a few people hitting me off to the side like, yo, man, I want to come. but And I'm like, fam. You don't know what you're getting. Like, you think you're just going to the, to the movies. Like, no. We're, the reason that we renting the private screening theater and not a real movie or, like, a real theater with a showtime is because then the theater controls us. Imagine what control our time. They'll control our ability to stop the movie, pause the movie, play the movie, whatever. Like, they run it if you rent the large theater. Yeah. When you rent the private screening room, you got a little more anonymity. Um, you can do what you want. A little more autonomy, I should say, not anonymity. Um, no, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody, hey, can't nobody we low. see you. We low. We super low. We super low, man. Like, I, it was funny. I was like, damn, you rent this joint? I mean, if you feel like dropping the 600, uh, you know, for just like you and a shorty and maybe like your man's and his shorty, somebody take the front, somebody take the back, y'all can get popping in that theater, bro. But that's another thing. You know, we ain't, we not going up that way. Well, you know what's so funny is hmm. now that I think about it, not on that level. Yeah, yeah. But just renting that bitch out for two. Yeah. No, you could definitely do something you know what like I'm mad intimate with your lady. Again, is your lady worth 600 though? And that's the question that yeah. you got to, you know what I'm saying? Because like if you drop- This better six, be the proposal. It has to you be seen the, the You see that one proposal with oh, the cartoon? Oh, dog wilded it out. Nigga, I, that's, that's, yo, that's I don't even like level. how he set that up. Cause like the nigga, the cartoon through yeah. the ring to him, like it was perfectly synced though. Fam, technologically, I don't like how he came at me right there. Uh, I think my man came twenty second century. And oh, I, he I definitely wilded it out. Though. Fam, how you propose to your lady in three D off a of cartoon? Six D, seven D. Like, yeah, I, I really, I was mad and impressed all at the same time. Uh, but anyway, man, if you have not gotten tickets and you plan on joining us. Do me a favor. Don't hit me or Jay or the podcast page or our personal DMs with that. Yo, hold me. Uh, I'm not holding nothing. It's paying customers out here who letting that $30 per ticket go quickly. So do me a favor. If you want to come sit or send me a DM, send me a text. This Week in Culture. Ask me. Yeah, yeah. Send This Week in Culture a DM. Don't personally DM me because I don't want to talk to you. Um, But send This Week in Culture a DM. 
and just ask us, yo, what's the payment info? Just let me know. But don't ask the payment info if you're not ready to pay. It's $30 mm-hmm. per ticket. So if you're not ready to pay, it's a limit of two tickets. You will not be paying more than $60 at any point. Don't hit the DM asking about payment info. But once you ask, I'm going to send it. When then, I send it to you, if you don't pay, I'm not holding that spot for you. I just want you to know. I just want to say that if you and your lady go to a movie theater and get two tickets and popcorn and drink, you coming out of more than $60. Fam. At the Imagine. <laughs> As somebody who has now been in a relationship, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in, first of all. So, shout to me. Um, But as somebody who's done this, uh, and you know me, I go to the show a lot. So, now, naturally, I'm going to go to the show my lady a lot. Fam. <laughs> and I'm a nigga with points. Like, I go in there, imagine, like, my popcorn be free. It's still going to cost you more than $60. Fam, so I, I be making... I'm I'm off on Mondays and shit. Yeah, I yeah. be off in the daytime. Like, oh, we I'm matinating this shit. Yeah, you up. have to. Like on oh, Monday morning, hey. ten ten thirty, I'm in there. Once it cross five <laughs> o'clock, they will be raping you, raping you. Like they at the theater with the robbery yeah. mask on. I saw a stat on the internet of all places. Mm-hmm. And it was like more people went to the movies last no, it said more people went to the library they went to the movies last year and Damn. I was like one I think this this is bullshit yeah because Marvel alone got yeah. <laughs> I'm like either people reading yeah. or the movies expensive as shit yeah like, fuck it yeah the movies are expensive and they keep going up um and it's getting it's becoming challenging so if you come in as a couple we are definitely giving you a really, really nice discount, especially with the unlimited popcorn and pop, man, or, or juice or water, or whatever you're going to get. And y'all might get a little shot of seventeen thirty-eight, depending on if me and Jay feel like, you know, joining the culture in a good, good quick shot. Maybe we'll film some, you know what I'm saying? A group shot real quick, literally. Uh, so, yeah, if you want tickets, man, hit up This Week in Culture on Instagram and just DM us. Ask us about the payment info. I will shoot that back to you as soon as I get it. And uh, once I shoot that back to you, man, just be ready to pay because we are not holding seats. We got six left and we moving, baby. Uh, so thank you again. But, man, today, dog, uh, it is the, the series finale. It's about power, episode. man. Uh, all right. So before we get into the episode, man, it's kind of a weird time to record because we've known what was going to happen for like three weeks almost. Yeah. Um, And not that that like changed my opinion on anything, but I think having watched the episode a few times now, how you feel about the episode? Like, like how'd you like this episode? Um, I've been hearing mixed reviews. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. All I, things considered, I think it was a good episode. Yeah. Like, Let's just this suspend the reality. Yeah, yep, that we're yep, gonna go yep. back into that bag. Yeah, yeah. All things considered, it was probably a good episode. The only thing that irritates the fuck out of me about this episode, besides the fact that I've seen it six times, <laughs> is that every single scene, the dialogue changed. Okay. And they made ghosts overly aggressive. Every single week, it, the that same interaction got worse and got worse and yeah. got worse. So it made him look like an asshole. Yep. And this is not his character that we've seen 
for five and a half seasons. It's not the smooth, debonair, suave, talk my way in any room. I felt weird. Like, I felt like, why he acting this way? And and when he was talking with Tariq, he was drunk. Oh, my God. He was slurring. He was nasty. I'm like, when when does this happen? Especially, Um, like, his life is not spiraling out of control right now. Everything is coming together. So why would he He be? Why would he be drunk? And this is not like a storyline that y'all ever went into. Y'all could have since the very first season his drinking, but y'all didn't use that. Yeah. So Um, that was it. Was irritating. The only scene I felt like his his approach and his attitude was appropriate, and I felt it. The three times that they've shown it, uh, this being the third, but when he's in the penthouse with Tasha, yeah, I felt like because that wasn't him being arrogant in the scene, that was him literally finally telling her what's real, my girl. Please, like, yo, remember that over there? You want me to figure you killed your best friend? You really like what Cash gonna do? What about Cash? Tasha, did you ever think about Cash? And it was like, damn, what could she say? Because you really killed a single mother. Not a nigga gonna be an orphan. It's wild. Cause Jesse Williams gotta go to ER Fam, or whatever I, show he on. I forgot that that nigga was in the show. Where where he at? They just took him away. Like that was just a random ass appearance. Fam. If I told you season two, yeah, that in the series finale, that that last season, Lorenz Tate's gonna be there, Cedric the Entertainer, Jesse, Jesse Williams, Williams, Lala. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. You'd have thought the series, that finale would be lit, or that season would be lit. Rather, yeah. um, they mishandled, and I mean, I guess we got times we don't have no more episodes. They mishandled a lot over these last few seasons, uh, from writing to filming to character development. But a lot of the spots that they use for guests. Just so underwhelming, dog. You go get somebody as as capable as Jesse Williams, and one you try, you did the obvious trying to put him against type by having him play the hood, just thug. released out of jail thug to take care of his daddy. On the, net. the neck tat, like it was just like, come on, man, y'all mishandled that. And we say this from a place of love. Like somebody hit me on the gram and was like, um. You know, they like our power, but they feel like we'd be a little harsh on power. And uh, y'all don't understand the man hours that have gone into this show, dog. Like, before we ever had a podcast, we was doing something big with this show, man. We was his biggest supporters. So I say that to say that we're in a space to criticize because it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of two people who acknowledge this show's potential greatness when it existed. Like, we was... We weren't necessarily arguing it against folks who was all power in the wire. Man, no, 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 chill. But when I was telling you that, yo, this could be one of the next great shows, and then they if, veered left. If they would have, yeah. um, if they would have gave us last five episodes and played it out in regular time and gave us like regular storylines, yeah, and they, they would have been done great. They would have saved season yeah. six. Yeah. Then emotionally, you that you remember what the last couple punches in the round. Yeah. You'd have been like, man, this was a really, really good. I mean, like, all things considered, power is pretty good. Yeah, you it's know entertaining. It's, it's entertaining. It's, it's mindless good. entertainment. It's good, but it becomes more mindless as you get closer to season six. Yeah, it didn't start off as mindless entertainment. Um, 
something else I thought about too, uh, in trying to figure out like, dog, why did power not reach the levels that I thought it could? Power was too married to characters. Mm. They were too married to ideas of characters. Um, people should have died. People should have gotten arrested. People should have had something done to them to take them off the show. And they would do everything in their power to make you say, nah, nigga, you get to stay on the show. And it's Kanan. You should have never lived after season two. You dying would have been perfect for that character. Man, I tell you. That was ridiculous. Like, the leaks was one thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scene where Tariq was talking to Kanan yeah, in his last in episode. Club, yeah, Kanan goes. That got leaked to me or mm. to us. And I so saw that, that and yeah. I was like, I didn't have no context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just Kanan. Just wondering what the hell to, going on. I'm like, nigga, you did not figure yeah. out a way. If if they yeah. bring in Kanan back from the dead, because remember somebody was like, maybe it was Kanan who shot Ghost. Yeah. I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. It's no way. And I saw that clip and I was like, if what they doing with this yeah. episode is, but. Uh, but it was just his ghost. It was Tariq in his mind, you know, whatever, thinking about Kanan. But I was, I was really considering that, dog. I was like, man. All the characters, because like when you any show like this is good versus good versus bad, right? Yeah. I ain't gonna say evil. Good versus bad. Good guys and bad guys. Everybody who was on the good side, even if they started out super good, still wound up bad somehow. And I feel like that's what ruined the show because all of these characters who were like trying to bring down this crime family and trying to bring down this drug faction they ended up turning themselves. And then it was like, that's no fun to me. Like, I'm not having fun seeing Angie find out that Ghost is the biggest drug dealer in New York and as a federal prosecutor say, you know what? F- fuck it. I love you. What? Nigga, where's the conflict in that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it started to lose reality. Because it was like, dog, y'all letting her... Listen, I'm in, a, in this week in culture group and I see somebody who is going in on ghosts in, in relation to how you treated Tasha. Yeah. And I just want you to know, we're going to discuss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just no, looking at this in, in it's, total amazement. It's right going to happen. But yeah, dog, I, I always, or like you look at, you know, the various uh, federal chiefs, like whoever the, the police chiefs were, or whatever they uh, boss was, from Tamika to the ball dude to whoever, Mock, they all ended up at some point bending the rules to the point that it made you not like them, not because they were trying to get ghosts, but because now you just as illegal as this nigga. Like, like if it was any, just weird, dog. Nobody held their morals, and I think that's what ruined the show. Uh, if there was one, I think Ghost held on his hang morals the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he most, he's probably the more the most unchanging yeah. Yeah. person that's on the show. Yeah, but, like, even... So, cause I agree with you. Everybody who was bad, pretty much stayed bad. Like Ghost and Tommy didn't change. I don't think Ghost was ever the bad guy. Eh, like, depending wh- on the situation. When did when did Ghost ever go on the offensive and like? So Ghost I'm, I'm using this with a, were good. I'm using that with a little bit of nuance, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because right. Or, or, or we we grade on a curve. Yeah, facts. Okay, facts. We, we we definitely grade yeah. on a curve because we we already starting off in a drug dealer and you, you're murdering and killing niggas and shit. So hey, but y'all don't say nothing to y'all boyfriends and y'all brothers. So don't say nothing to ghosts. What I mean is like 
so since episode season one, episode one, he literally has been trying to stop selling drugs. Mm-hmm. And every time that he was like drawn back in, like he got in with uh, Milan or Mulan, yeah. whatever I can't pronounce. Yeah. But like he was forced to sell drugs or somebody was going to die or we going to every time I wanted to get out and do the clubs, something else was kept bringing me back. Like I wasn't proactively ever. Yeah. Like continuing trying to sell drugs like I wanted to be out. He cheated on his wife. Yes, but my wife wasn't even faithful anyway. So, like, whole thing, whole thing. But um, you know what's funny too though? Like, even beyond ghost people's morality was being questioned. Like, dog, you look at uh, let's take it to season six. Tariq with old girl, the little Effie chick or whatever. Her first introduction to us was her telling Tariq how, as a black student at this white school, you making it real stereotypical around this bitch. Can't believe, like, she was going in on that. And then it was like five minutes later, that nigga said, yo, come work for me. I can make sure I pay you more than the cafeteria, wherever she worked, school, store. And nigga, she was like, oh, word, give me a, give me a pack. You know how you know how damn you know nigga. how useless that whole thing was, fam. And that's what I'm saying. Cause we never got to pay up. Who was she texting, fam? Now I'm assuming she's gonna be in book two. The assumption, but like but now he in college, so it's like he ain't even at choke no more. So so did she go she from high school? In? to yeah. And then I'm like, so you gonna drop a tidbit in a whole other show and yeah. hope. That you, because everybody is not gonna watch that shit. Yeah, the majority, like that's you can't do yeah. that. And then for those who maybe didn't really watch Power, but might pick up on Book Two because of, because a lot of people I know who didn't watch Power would always say, "I'm not going." Well, now it's too many seasons. I ain't yeah. going back. But they might start brand new with Power Book Two. So you gonna bring a theme from over there to over here, a character from over there who was underdeveloped. You gonna develop her over here? But we won't have that background about what she was doing over there. It's just going to feel weird. But, like, literally, I looked at characters like Angie. I looked at the Effie chick. I looked at uh, uh, Sax. Sax used to be the bada book type dude. Greg used to be bada book. But it was like, at some point, all these cats started just, like, in their efforts to do whatever it was. They wanted power. Hey. And everybody lost their morals and everybody lost their ground. And when I think about some of the other great shows, like, Niggas wasn't just joining uh, Marlo because, you know what, fuck it, it's the thing to do. Or, fuck it, I'm in love with Marlo. Like, no, nigga, like, when niggas found out who he was, that was a problem. Like, and that conflict, I feel like that's what the show, how it got predictable, is because the conflict that should have happened, y'all made it too easy for us to get up out of. Like, yo, it should have been a real conflict between Ghost and Angie. She should have tried to bring the motherfucking whole federal house down on that nigga. But she was like, fucking, I'm in love. I'm going to help you and your family. What? Nigga, that don't work for me, dog. So I feel like, because I've been looking for reasons like, damn, why am I so unsatisfied? Not necessarily with the episode, but with how this ended overall. Like, And this is why, dog, because it was so many conflicts that lived there that y'all niggas didn't address. I'm be honest, dog. It's not fair that ghosts don't win nothing. Nothing. It's not fair. My nigga had to win in his will by saying, Tasha, you get Nathan. Everybody get to win. Tommy get to win. He run off. Sax get to win. He run off. Tate get to win. He How run Sax off. get his job back? Nigga. Sax get his job back. He win. Everybody fucking win except Ghost. I'd fucking die. I don't like it. I don't like it. The nigga who was trying to get away from all the bullshit 
still took the L, man. But we're going to get into it, man. Let's start at the beginning of the episode. So, uh, did this one start off with Tasha banging old boy? Is that like how it started? This episode started with Tariq and the do-rag. <laughs> a blue do-rag. I'm like, yeah, Shit, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Like this. Um, and we we gonna talk a little bit more about uh Michael Rainey and uh that's the actor who plays Let Tariq. Let me see if man. I can find this shit. I got this on my phone. That's gonna be the the cover work. <laughs> Tariq and the blue dewey. Yeah. The Louie Dewey, nigga. So Tasha was at Q's door. And for those of y'all who don't remember who Q is, don't feel bad or feel like you less of a fan. We barely knew who Q was. And we've had no indication that this nigga was still around. We got duped. We got duped. Yeah, we definitely got duped. Or we either we got duped or we was overzealous no, about no, no. information. We got duped. And I'm gonna tell you how we got duped. Because every character who was on these final five or whatever, all of them had a 2020 uh date next to their name on the episodes that they was on. Q's character didn't have that. It said two episodes 2019, and we saw that nigga in two episodes 2019. So, but uh, we got duped, man. Q was back, Quentin, um, the guy that met Tasha at the daycare, and she goes to his crib. Now, I looked at this scene off top, and I said, yo, Tasha, you underbossing, dog. I mean, you can make that the, uh, the cover art. Yo, fans, if y'all want to, uh, we're going to do a poll. Should we make Tariq in the blue do-rag the cover art or Tasha Titties? Y'all let us know, nigga. Hit me at 313. Oh, and just, if, it, <laughs> if it's Tasha Titties, just put TT. TD for Tariq's do-rag, yeah. nigga. So, uh, but no, man, she underbossing, dog. She over in the, like, you back in the projects now, bro. Like, how are you back in the projects getting piped down by a hood nigga with yeah, a daughter? Your apartment that's that's a step down is bigger than that apartment. Fan, oh, her apartment was 10 times bigger than that nigga Quentin crib. But uh, she go over there. She knocking the door. He looking at her crazy like, what's good? She like, oh, I just, I, I just want to just one more time. And she all at him. She trying to get a nigga some head and all that. He like, what's up with you, dog? He like, this about your ex-husband? Because he knew. She was full of shit. Ladies, if y'all still got something going on with your ex that got you, like, triggered, don't call me, dog. Especially if I'm a grown man with a daughter to take care of and I've let you know I really like you. How you get to his house? Facts. Who knew y'all was still kicking it? I, we had no idea he was still around. Like, you just showed up at the They crib? saved old boy like he was really somebody to be, like, concerned with and too. he was looking like like how you know where i live he yeah. had that look on your face yeah. but she was in there kissing all on him trying to get down he like is this about your ex she like no i'm over james i just i don't want to talk about james no more and as a nigga he was like i ain't damn fucking we to the back and we got a final tasha sex scene that's probably my biggest highlight from the episode tasha's so toxic she went over there and fucked that nigga specifically to steal that nigga gun yep yep and she fucked that nigga to put the gun back. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that. That's yeah, where she yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. She went and fucked him to get over the little argument with James. Then went back to put the gun back after she realized he had. First of all, why was you in my drawer in the first place, you sneaky motherfucker? I don't like Tasha. I don't know that I've said that on this podcast. <laughs> so just to be clear, uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Tasha, man. And uh, for anybody who ever questioned. 
why I wasn't a fan of Tasha. Let's have Tasha Appreciation Day. She killed her best friend and then went around her life like anything happened. Tasha has now twice left a child without their parent. Tried to. Quentin gets away, which, you know, we find out later because he was a little smarter than we gave him credit for, which I could appreciate and respect. But uh, that's twice you tried to take a child away from their parent. Man. Somebody didn't drop some pills in the studio. Oh, they got some. Uh, hey, we got two perks up here. This should say. Oh, what is them? 230. I mean, 283 IG. What hmm, is that? Let's get a little Google. Cause right now we selling them bitches for the hundo. It was some chicks in here earlier. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah, they definitely was off the perks. Two eighty three IG. That is cyclobenzaprine. Oh, those are Zannies. Real life? Yeah. Those are Zannies. Oh no no no! Pardon me. It's a muscle relaxant, so it's not a Zanny. Wow. I wonder what they trying to do with that. Oh, they was in here bugging off the cyclobenzaprine. Yep. Yellow round 283 IG. Goodness. All right. So now uh, this power book six in this. <laughs> we got the pills up at the podcast. But um, let's talk about Tasha's terribleness. Tears, bro. liquor, guns. I shit. mean, <laughs> like somebody go come here and get the wrong. What idea. else? What else they need? Uh, what kind of podcast are we running up here? Yeah. Uh, so look, let's kind of walk through, cause to your point about the person that's in the group talking about ghosts, she's saying how terrible he is. So before we talk about that, let's talk about how terrible Tasha is real quick. And black women, I know it's been a rough week for y'all. Y'all been like debating on if y'all mad at Gail or not, because Snoop went off and called her a bitch and said she was all dragon head bill or whatever he said. And now y'all like, damn, I got to protect this black woman. Oh, I forgot all about that. Even though she, uh, eh. some stuff I'll be wanting to save because this is the finale. Yeah. But God damn it, Gail. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We're going to focus on the finale, but Gail know that next episode you got bars coming. Uh, But anyway. Black women been having a rough week. Like, damn, I got to be there for my black sister, even though she just violated my black brother. But I got to be there for her because we can't have her getting violated. And I'm like, damn, black women, it's a rough week for y'all. So I don't want y'all to take this as me going in on another black woman. But fuck that. And fuck Tasha, nigga. We about to talk about how terrible she is. Let's start back. Episode one, season one. Sat in the back seat. Finger popped herself in front of Sean. Not only their driver, not only did he work for her husband, he was like their son. Like, he's one of your closest friend's kid. They literally raised him, though, because they put his dad in prison. So let's just talk about how... How how um how nasty is that? How disgusting that is. That's that, nasty. That she had a, a sexual relationship with With him. a nigga like, that was like her son. Fam, your actual son looks at him like a brother. And the reason I say that's disgusting is they're 36 years old. Facts. So Sean was maybe 21, 22. I don't know. So that means you would have had like that's not not that's no not, that's disgusting that's disgust that's disgusting you raise him up yeah and then you have sex with a child yeah. that that's nasty she dog. not only finger popped him but then for the next season and a half up until season two think of that was ghost and that was a and that was Kanan's daughter oh y'all have been called ghost nasty I'd have been like oh this nigga's a fucking yeah, uh, he's a freak perv he a fp that's what we'd have said. So Tasha ain't getting no, I ain't giving her no leeway off that. Like she nasty for that. Yes. Um, 
Season two, she started a relationship with him only because he was having sex with her best friend. She got jealous when her best friend finally was happy and then you stole yep. that man from her. Best friend, air quotes, because if that's your friend, who needs enemies, dog? So Lala was having a lot of sex with Sean. Keisha was having a lot of sex with Sean, rather. Um, it was looking up. Sean was happy. He got tired of Tasha flirting with him and then leading him on. So he was like, yo, I'm going to go bang your homegirl. And he went over there and he did as he should. And then as soon as he did and Tasha found out, she jumped in there. And now she like, hey, Sean, why don't you come over here and come get to come get the pussy for me? Like, don't do that. Don't tease him like that, man. But they start boning. So you start boning this man. Then you started a relationship with this man. Then you let that man believe that he was going to take you and your kids off into the sunset to get away from your husband. This nigga didn't even, and go set it back then. He's like, what the fuck? You was going to run off with a nigga that's going to be a basketball coach? Mm. Like, you was, nigga, how you was going to pay for all that shit? How we was going to keep your fine ass in Gucci and gold off some fucking high school coach money? She wasn't doing nothing else. Nigga was a failed college pro or college athlete. That was it. Tore his ACL and that was it. Man, life was over. So then you got Sean killed. Because his whole little speech with Kanan came from, you know what? I'm about to just run off with my lady, man. I ain't killing ghosts, man. I'm out of here, dad. Dad popped his ass. Then you got Terry Silver killed. You was fucking your husband, lawyer. And go back further than that. Oh, be prior. Be you then convinced strong-armed, set up, made your best friend start running illegal drugs. Out of her, her out shop, of her step, yeah. Because you had already been behind her back freaking her books. Yeah. But once she found out, you said, well, now we too deep into it, yeah. Keisha, so we got to keep going. So, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. You run illegal. She finally got yeah. her shop up and doing good. She's happy because she was always broke. Yeah. And envious of y'all relationship. Yep. But she finally started getting money of her own, got her wig shop popping, and then you started doing the books illegally Facts. outside our stuff. And then when she found out and was hurt, you blackmailed her and said, look, this is what you're going to do. No, that's fucked up to do to your best. Your once again, Air quote your best friend. Yeah, like that's not that's not right. Yeah, um, and then you start messing with. So there was a comment at the end of this episode. She said, "I stuck by him while he was in prison." Really though, really did you though? You started fucking his lawyer. Like the Google eyes was there. Yeah, during that. Yeah. During that time, you started, yeah. also during this time, you started stealing money. She started acting gubernatorial. <laughs> you feel me? Like, he was, you was being a real gubernatorial bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> like damn, what was that, what was that, uh, that two-bit <laughs> word we, was, we kept fucking using, dog? Oh, this nigga's very superlative oh, over here. <laughs> you all acting superlative. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is so incognito. Uh, so so she stole her best friend dude. Then she stole her business away from her. Her life bread. This is what she do. She an entrepreneur in Queens. And you putting her whole business model at risk. Then you almost got her killed once when you let Milan come up in that motherfucker. Cause he walked in there acting like he was y'all security. Keisha ain't even know. She was staring in the eyes of a stone killer, dog. Then, then, 
after she gets tied up in all this mess, you let her date Tommy, who's a fucking psycho, who almost tried to kill her on three different occasions. He was sitting on the couch with his gun, like tucked behind the couch cushion. Peep this though. You know that Tommy's unstable. And he mm-hmm. literally murdered his old, his other, his ex, his old girlfriend. Facts. And you didn't give that piece of information to your best friend You're who's now dating him. One of four people who know that it's you, Ghost, Tommy, and Tommy Mama that know that. I'm not saying that I think you should snitch and give up mm-hmm. the mur- like, but that's your best friend. But you say, hey, Keisha, I don't think that's what you want to be doing. Like, Tommy, I, I don't know, I don't know where that, where that quote unquote snitch shit ride because if you're my best friend. And I know this nigga is unstable. I've known uh, him his whole life. He literally murdered. Uh, murdered his last girl. His last girlfriend. Uh, and now y'all together. And I know he got a temper. And I know he on drugs. Why would you let your home? Why would you let her do that? Because she's a terrible friend. She's a terrible human, dog. And, and she didn't She didn't try to, to this quote unquote stop that until this past season when she was fucked up. And they was already together. And, and Lala was knee deep yeah, in. Yeah. But then after all of that. She finally find happiness with dog. They move. Tommy then just went ahead and succumbed to the pressure of, you know what? Suburban life, dog. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to try and be ghosts, basically. I'm going to still sell this dope, but I'm going to try to put on, man. I'm going to do better with my front sub. Like, we're going to get out the city. We're going to get cash in a new school district, and, and we're just going to live this life. And Tasha come over there and shoot her in the motherfucking head for trying to do what a mama would do in any situation and protect her kid. Golly. Shot her twice. Twice. In the belly and the forehead. Damn. Belly three? That's fucked. How up, you shoot man. your best friend in the forehead? Like, imagine your best friend, dog. Never. I couldn't do it. That's crazy. How you, and looked at her. Like, come on. Like, we might argue. We might squab it out. Like, we might, depending on the disagreement. I would rather. I couldn't do it. Very least. At the very least. You lead her. You know what Keisha going to do. You lead her. You call Tommy. Or you get the gun. Well, I guess technically. Because Keisha it, looked at the gun first. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of went off. Yeah. When they was in the in the squabble over the weapon. Yeah. I'd have called Tommy right then, though. Yeah. Tommy? Or, like, ideally what I would do is I would go over there and, like, had a burner out and like won't let her leave until Tommy get there or some shit like yeah. that. But like you, you shot her and killed her. You killed her, dog. And then in your final act, after you couldn't set Dre up for Ghost's murder, because I don't care that we skipping ahead. It don't matter. We just talking Tasha right yeah. now. After you couldn't set Dre up, you set up Quentin, a nigga who ain't do so. Now that we he know, literally just taking care of his daughter, dog. So now that we know Quentin ain't like the evil nigga that's really yeah. there to kill ghosts. Yeah. Oh, this nigga was a perfect nigga, right? He was just a, a good dude that liked her, bro. He literally stumbled in upon, he looking for a daycare for, for, for his, his daughter. daughter. He worked in construction, try to take her on proper dates, try to stick up for her. With, he got two strikes. <laughs> he trying to get his life. <laughs> then you finally, he, he, he think you on bullshit, but then you come over and try to give him some. He just a single dad working construction. He ain't had no he ain't had no trim in a in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so he finally get it, and he something in the back of his mind like, dog, this bitch, this this something ain't right. Yeah, you ever been like, damn, I know I'm I'm a I'm a fairly attractive guy, but why she's so she's why, so why, cold? Why, why she, she coming on like so this? strong? Um, yeah, yeah. 
But I never in my life thought that she was going to set me up for murdering her ex-husband and take me away from my daughter. And then in the bro. In the midst of her being a terrible, you came over there and fucked me one more time before you called the cops, dog. Like, imagine me giving you a chick some dick one final time and then the cops storm in and she didn't set me up. And now I'm just looking at her like, damn, like, what if he ain't even like stroke right that night? Like, what if that nigga was kind of tired? They had been out riding around. He was planning on giving her that good stroke in the morning and shit. And this what I left you with was a little, a little gummy worm. Like he probably just dropped some gummy worm off on her dog. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like Tasha. I don't like nothing she did. She got exactly what she deserved. That's my favorite part of this episode is the scene where they going over the will and testament. Cause boy, oh boy, she was left with nothing. Why she ain't deserve a motherfucking thing. Anybody tell me different, please give me a phone call so I can cuss you the fuck out. Tasha ain't deserve nothing, nothing. But nevertheless, the episode starts with them two fucking. Yeah. Right. I'm not mad at the scene. Well, oh, more shit she did. She made her son start dealing drugs and taught him how. Didn't teach him. Didn't want to get him out of drugs. Like, let me teach you. And and, and matter of fact, help put the wedge between her and Ghost. I mean, him and Ghost. You're supposed to mend hey, that with your son. Made him start selling to his teacher. But hold up. Here's my favorite part about the episode. The fucking hypocrisy. Ooh, the hypocrisy. Is how many times when she got hit at the end. We'll go over it all that later. And she kept telling Reek, go to school. Go to school. What ghost been saying he wanted for Reek? I want him to go to Cho. Get an education. And have a better life than I had when I was a kid. All Ghost ever wanted Reek to do was go to school. And now they lit. What's so wild is we didn't even add the fact that she wouldn't have her husband stop selling drugs, right? Um, and you wanted Reek to sell drugs. Um, but you wanted Terry and you was in love with Terry. And but he was specifically on, because he, he was the life that you could have lived. Yeah, he, he wasn't a drug yeah, dealer. But yeah. now you're trying to get your son to be one. Yeah. Like, come on, pick a side. Man, pick a side, pick a side, dog. This is a gay girl we went to high school with. Uh, <laughs> and like some days she sounds like a joke. Hey, look. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jerry look. Seinfeld. So there's look. this gay girl. Went to gay girl with. we went to high school with, man. I ain't gonna say her name, but shout out to her, man. Uh, some days she be posting like she like boys and some days she posts like she like girls. And so me and my dogs always be like, pick a side, bro. Cause we confuse. Cause here's the thing. She really fine. Like she pretty as hell, but she like when she, as a gay girl, she looks like a boy. Mm. Like she looked like Lil Bow Wow or something. Have I ever seen this person? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. But like when she a girl, cause there's, there's, there's questions I got about somebody I have man, seen. When she's a girl, it's like, damn she cold but when she a boy she literally look like Lil Fizz or somebody dog and it's just it's a weird transition so we just be telling her to pick a side and Tasha ain't no different dog must be two sides I'll put an L.O. up in a minute she didn't did it all done done it all done done it all I'll put an L.O. up in a minute dog mission both sides and the night come on man don't done it all don't done it all don't done it all what's your blind need some glasses to see 
Y'all need y'all need video yeah. here because we here getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Came out. Only reason I did was because I was in Atlanta. I, I was left with no choice, nigga. Right, I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it drop. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all gonna get all this, LO. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, James St. Patrick. <laughs> they get it done at all. a lot of people listening to this pod like when y'all gonna talk about this episode <laughs> <laughs> let me tell y'all what this Remy telling y'all we an hour in shit oh shit you gotta get done uh no they got like oh we're getting about hey, alright cool go go alright oh we are an hour in hey well that was the hour they would've got yeah. about the other shit and don't worry cause next episode that hour will be dedicated to Gail King I'm gonna figure out a more eloquent way to talk to her where I'm not calling her out her name and shit. Yeah. I'm gonna be respectful one episode, promise. Uh, but anyway, so Tasha was fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, after they little uh, they little bang session, whatever. Q went, you know, go do the wipe off, check on his daughter, make sure she sleep. Just da, da, da. Make sure this condom ain't you got know, no holes in it. Got to, got to check I did the leak. Condom. You, oh, Q had a couple rubbers in the strappy. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dog for knowing. Like I ain't trying to get Tasha little ass pregnant. <laughs> I ain't here. trying to go out like Willie Lump Lump. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody trying to go out like Willie Lump Lump. Who is Willie Lump Lump? <laughs> so, uh, a nigga Q went to go do a thing while he was out doing his thing. Tasha. Being nosy and being Tasha E opened the drawer up and she all up in the drawer. Like, damn, get all my personals, dog. But while she in there, she noticed Q had a piece. You know what? I think we mixing up two scenes. I think he was sleep. He was she was trying she fucked and was trying to slip out. Must be two scenes. <laughs> yeah. No, is, no, 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 no. You know what? Cause she seen a gun on like a first go around. He, he was no no no. She seen the gun. When he was asleep, but it was when Reek called her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reek had been hitting her, hitting her, hitting her. And then she finally, after they was done fucking and uh, Q was asleep, she took a look at that phone and was texting Reek back. You know what's so funny is that because they Man. ran this scene back, it's been so long. Yeah. And I, I, you forget that episode 10, like this is the same night. It seemed like so much time has passed. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It seemed like this is a very long time, but this was like right after... Um, this was right after she told Reek that that James quote unquote hemmed her up. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably like yeah. that same night. She had the murder fit on. Yeah. That black bomber and all that. Yeah, yeah. So sleeves rolled up and all that. You know? So 
she in the room, she texting Reek back. Reek, like, mom, where are you? Nigga, like, yo, again, more terrible Tasha is. Your son thinks that your husband is abusing you. Your husband, who's a killer, drug dealer, is abusing you. So he might be a little worried about your whereabouts. Even as the mom, you probably want to tell him, Reek, I'm about to step out. She like, uh, uh, Q, I got to get out of here after she'd already peeked in his drawers, seen he had a strap and shit. She like, Q, I need to get out of here. She go back home. She walk in and that's when Reek come out with the Dewey on. Like, um, where you been at? Where you been? She like, um, you forgot who the parent was here? Nigga like, fam, I thought Ghost did something to you. Like, where the fuck you been at? If you must know, I was with the guy I'm seeing. Nigga, <laughs> look at this. Like, bitch, you been fucking? Reek said, you fucking with some nigga I ain't even met? Yo, at what point do you meet, like, the single mom kids? When do that go down? Uh, I, I need to know what point that happens, dog, because um, I'm not certain. And I've... Like, I have kids, or not kids. I don't have no kids. <laughs> oh, shit. I, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Baby girl, gotta, <laughs> she got to have some more. Uh, she got to have a, t- a conversation after she hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, no, man, I have friends. Uh, my homeboys just out here dating. And, like, you know, it's it's a 35 and up, man. Like, it's, it's not impossible to find people who are single without children, but... It's them odds have gotten a lot worse. Um, and I got homeboys who be like, yo, I've been dating her for an X amount of weeks or months or whatever. I ain't met her kids yet. Like, is she taking this seriously? And I'm like, Man, I literally at this stage, I don't know what to tell you, dog, because I I've seen too many different answers. Like I've met kids day one. And then I've dated women. I never seen a kid in real life. So it's just like so the in- it's the interesting thing about like can't see the kids can't see the kids what if i meet you while you with the kid i've seen them off rip you know what i'm saying that's what if i'm cute and i open the door holding my daughter now you just met my daughter yeah i ain't intend for you to i don't even like you because i don't trust you yeah but you met my daughter and it's just it's situational but it's just it's an odd question man because you really never know you meet yeah that's just interesting yeah yeah but all that to say reek mad like dog who is this nigga and she like, fam. Like, damn, I'm a hoe. Hey, he just now finding out. He ain't known. Like, damn, nigga, your mistress just died a couple of months ago. If not even, I don't know if it's been months. How long has Terry Silver been gone? Nah, this this probably two weeks. <laughs> you know how time power, I mean. Man, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In, is- in the power verse, this is probably about two weeks. That's the other part about the power verse that I'm like, y'all can't, it's inexplicable. Like, fam, Reek is six foot seven, seven. He 12 feet taller than Tasha and Ghost. The nigga voice deeper. Like, y'all can't, y'all little, this is all taking place in six months. It don't work no more, dog. <laughs> Too much has happened in the Powerverse. But uh, Reek told her, like, yo, you out here hoeing, and that ain't cool. But I thought you should know. What did he want her to know? I don't even remember, dog. Like, what was he mad? Like, why was he on her? Oh, he was like, I seen Ghost tonight. This was the scene where he went over the truth and ghost him them up. And he told him, like, you put your hands on my mom again. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So that was that scene that happened that night. Tasha, maybe you should have been there for your son that night. That's a bit of an emotional night for that boy. And now 
he's. I think this is when he first started leaning in the this direction of Tasha's I'm gonna kill this nigga. Your father put hands on me. Yeah. No, he didn't. Man. Like Man. he did. Technically, he his, yeah. his hand did go. Don't make on. it like he beat you. Because you know that you know what that means. He grabbed you up. He was a bit too rough, and it left a bruise on your arms. All not cool. And he put that 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 index finger no, 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 in the no, middle no. of your no, forehead. No, no. Him <laughs> pushing her forehead is allowed. <laughs> Let me tell you what we gonna allow, nigga. <laughs> I don't get much that I want, but that forehead push probably the best scene of this whole series. But even that's out of character for Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and they they made him they made him so out of character this last six episodes. Um. I feel like they made him so out of character so it make it easier for us to accept that he was murdered by a loved one. Slash, they were trying to make you just not like him. They were trying to make him unlike him. They were trying to soften the blow. They were making his death and the show's existence without him palatable. Unfortunately, all you did was highlight how much of an asset he was to the show, in my opinion. Um... I don't think there was another character on here even kind of strong strong enough to hold this show. And y'all went through them all. So let's let's jump into another scene that we've talked about a few times. Yeah. But we finally get to see Tasha's version of this scene. Um, this is Tasha meeting well, this is Ghost. I'm not I'm sorry. This is Tommy coming to the apartment to confront Tasha about the earring that they changed the entire scene that this was an entirely different scene and you know I like this one better that's what made me conflicted I really like this scene a lot better so this is a cardinal sin though yeah like so I was trying to go with the impression that the reason these scenes were different was because they were for another person's point of view Right, mm-hmm. we even power the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but no, like different things happen. Did he just come in like, yo, I found your earring? Like that wasn't even the whole premise. But like, he put the gun to her neck yeah. under her under her chin. No, that didn't happen. No, she was facing a whole nother direction, bro. <laughs> like, like it was so much stuff that went on in this scene. Like, dog, that didn't happen, man. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't show me the same episode six times and change it every time. Yeah. I think that with this scene in particular, what made it really frustrating how they did it, um, this version of it to me was so much more believable than the previous one that we saw from Tommy's uh, thing. Like, And I just, I liked it more. I liked her falling on the ground, like crying, begging, as opposed to turning around like a real G and saying, yo, just make sure the kids are straight. Like, Tasha, you ain't a real G in this situation. Like, why, who ever pointed a gun at you and was about to kill you? Why yeah. are you so composed in this situation? Yeah. Like, no, I just, I liked the nature of her being like, no, I'm real deal afraid for my life right now. And I don't know what the hell is going on. And I just don't appreciate how that scene sort of, they played it, the Tommy we've learned about, and grown to know over six seasons. He doesn't let that slide that easily. I get it. Yeah, you may not have killed her because my God, kids. You may not have killed her because my best friend is your husband. You may not have done that because of that. But nigga, you ain't even up to join on her one time like a quick little bow bow. You ain't even grab her up. Like, Ghost just gripped her up. 
Like he ain't do nothing in retaliation, he dog. He ain't push her forehead back. With yeah, the, with the with the barrel. Of the gun. Well, I mean, technically, he put the gun under her chin. Yeah, but like that whole scene was different. I didn't like that energy. It was it was wild. But you know what else we saw right before that? Um, well, two things. So Reed got up, got ready to go to school. He dipped out. Uh, Elisa Marie texted him and was like, "Yo, meet me at the diner before school." So he slid out. So. They didn't need to re-show him going to the diner because uh, that was the exact same scene. But then they showed him go meet up with Tommy. And that's when Tommy told him, you know, again, for the millionth time, yo, you might want to rethink this whole thing with your dad. Like, I don't know what the what the beef is, da-da-da. And he was like, well, look, Tommy, at least Marie got this tape. Uh, You need to go get it, boom, boom, boom. And he said, but please don't hurt Elisa Marie, Uncle Tommy. Tommy said, that ain't how this work, kid. Like, you can't tell me she got something on me and then tell me I can't go get it. Like, it's finna go down, fam. And this was them trying to clean up his character to make yeah. him seem like he didn't sell out yeah. um, Elisa Marie. Yeah. When he did. Yeah, he definitely did. And then after that, we saw the infamous scene, which was a good... We hadn't seen this scene since episode 10. Uh, Tasha going to Raina's gravesite yeah. and Ghost being there. And Ghost was telling her about his. So what's so funny is, um, episode ten, that scene was probably the correct version of it. Yeah, yeah. And Ghost, I thought Ghost did a good thing in there. Yeah, he was like, I, because when they replayed it today, well, not today, well today, yeah, they made Ghost seem angry. Yeah, I'm releasing you, Tasha. Yeah, no, what he said, no, I will release you. He said, like we've been through enough, Tasha. You don't want to be in this marriage. I'm gonna release you. I'm re- I, I release you from this marriage. I'm, I'm. You can be Tasha Green. Yeah, like it wasn't even like yeah. episode. T- if you watch episode ten, it was not 15, abrasive. It wasn't aggressive. I none thought of that, that was. Yeah. I thought that was a good thing because, like, yeah. no, you you really do gotta release her. Yeah, and the only thing it was funny uh, in episode 10's version, the only thing he said that I thought was even kind of maybe a little bit off putting or egregious was when he asked her, "What you doing here? What you doing here?" She said, I'm here every week, nigga. What you doing here? And I was like, oh, okay, ghost, relax. You ain't been like a uh, posthumous father of the year. Well, he probably said, what you doing here? Because like I just hemmed you up yeah. and we wasn't on good terms. Yeah. Like, yeah, are you, here, ju- to, are you yeah. here to see me? You know could what I'm saying? Be like, could you, be what that. What you doing here? But that was the only thing that you could have said that was off-putting in the previous version of this scene. And, he and ap- this one, it was very like, well, look, Tasha, now that I got that, I'm about to be governor of New York. You can get the, you can get the fuck on. I'm going to let you go. I'm gonna, I don't want to be married to you no more. Tasha, damn. And it was just like, fam, why is he so, like, on her right now, especially in this scene? Like, you at your daughter's gravesite. That don't got you a little bit softened and a little bit humbled? Like, y'all telling me that Ghost at his daughter... Fam. And he apologized. No, 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 no. Ghost at his daughter's gravesite didn't even try to get at Dre when Dre put the La Araña card in that nigga pocket. Because I'm at my daughter's gravesite. I'm not here for none of that. And now you going in on Tasha at the gravesite? It just, it felt off, dog. Like, and they went, they sort of dug the knife in a little bit deeper. But that was the start of Ghost turning up this whole episode. So after that, then we get to scene with Tommy. She go back home. Tommy come to the door. He walk in there. And it was funny when he walked in, she was doing what, uh, what people do when they know they wrong. They start asking you mad questions mm-hmm. and just talking a lot. She was over talking. Yo, Tommy, man, you you guess what Ghost said to me? Did you did, did you hear about Ghost? Did you see TMZ last night? I know. Did you see Tariq Durag? And it was just like, fam, you just 
You trying to talk your way out of the situation. I hate when niggas want to small talk me to death. Why don't you, but nigga, if you don't ask me. Hop to it. Hop to it. But Tommy kind of knew she was on bullshit. And so while she talking, he working his way around the apartment, making sure the kids ain't there. Why you think he ain't do nothing? He still don't realize the level of hate that Tariq has for ghosts. I don't know why you think he didn't do nothing to Tasha. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Him thinking that Reek is still Reek that he knows is his godson who loves his. He's looking at Tasha like, I can't do that to Tariq. Uh, I can't do that to my godson who loves me and loves his dad and loves. Nope, I can't take you away from your son. Unlike what you just did to your best yeah, friend. But give that scene after he found out Reek killed Ghost. He shoot Tasha in a minute. He'll probably he'll probably believe Tasha put him up to that. If he would have shot Tasha, Ghost wouldn't be dead. Facts. Or Reek might have thought that Ghost killed Tasha. Not saying that he would have killed Ghost. But it could have been like a different motive for him to. Uh, but he didn't shoot her, man. He let her live. He told her she ain't even. Um, he told her the kids deserve better than her. And then he walked out. Very anticlimactic for Keisha's death. I think Keisha deserved better than that. Like, come on, fam. She killed your queen. Like your black queen. You finally got a black queen. You've been wanting black kids your whole life. Corn roll last name. Right. And then after that, we see Reek go meet up with Dre. That now, this whole scene is... It's different. All this shit is different, man. He go meet up with Dre. I did kind of like Dre in this scene, though. I ain't gonna lie. This felt like the old Dre. Like the Dre who wasn't a pussy. This felt like Dre who kind of have a plan and, and he know what he doing and he slick with it, dog. And uh, he told Reek, like, fam, look, one condition, you want me to get you a gun? Cool. You got to take me to meet your dad, nigga. Because you can't pay for the gun. You don't have no money. So, and you ain't sold my brick. So, for full, like, definitely ain't sold it for full price. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you owe me, nigga. So, for that, I need you to take me to see your dad. And Reek, like, dog, I, I can't take you. He don't want to see you. Nigga, I don't care about your family court issues. He, like, me and my dad not even getting along right now. Dre looked at that nigga like, bitch. What your man got to do with me? I got a dad. I ain't like, trying to hit that seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Dre was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about all that family shit. He was like, take me to see your pops, nigga. You want this gun? Now, here's where I was kind of laughing. I'm like, Dre, would you really give him the gun before he took you to see Ghost? Because he could have shot you right there. I be wondering why niggas don't shoot people often. Like, <laughs> like I'd have shot Tate as soon as you gave me the money. Fam. I'd have shot Tate as soon as you gave me money. Oh, you're going to give me the whole hundred grand now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Scene over. And scene. If I was Tate, I'd have shot Cedric Entertainer in the sun. But again, going back to what I was talking about earlier, power being married to characters. But the also, reason that niggas ain't doing this shit. I could be a sociopath who would shoot people. So Potentially. <laughs> uh, hence the gun next to you. <laughs> but no, the... Power being married to characters is the reason that sensible shit like that doesn't happen. And yes, I'm saying that a murder is sensible. Why? Because Dre, a known murderer, would have murdered the politician who thought he had something on him and then gave him a hundred grand and a new identity. Murder's only wrong when a person's innocent. Fam, you just gave me a hundred grand and a new identity to go in, and I got a full tank of gas. I'm finna dip. Nigga gave me a new identity, new plates. New plate, fam. 
I'm gone. There's nothing. Why would I not kill you? Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way out. Fam, I'm ghost. I win. Nothing can stop me. You can't beat me. Nigga, Dre and the Dre that we know would have killed Tate in that moment. But the Dre in the power verse who marries to characters and now you want to start power book five uh, influence or whatever that shit's called. You know, what's so wild. I thought it was unrealistic when Dre wouldn't kill 50. Mm-hmm. Um, I I started like, cause Dre, you got a lot of bodies. Facts. Dre is stabbing nigga quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Tommy Dre ghost. He like one over ghost. Yeah. So like, some situations like oh just kill this nigga and get away get over with yeah so. but he didn't do it man and then uh for whatever reason reek didn't shoot dre in that moment when he gave him the gun he took him to go see his dad they pull up reek walked in there first ghost is like hey son wanted to talk to you about last night i know i said some things i didn't mean and and you said some things you didn't mean and reek was like i ain't say shit i ain't mean well bitch i i thought that you ain't mean it when i heard it so Therefore, I just wanted to apologize to you, son. And he was like, look, I ain't even come here for all that. Got a visitor. This <laughs> This is wild, though. Uh, I I don't I don't This is now I so I count it because I do my due diligence for this podcast. This is now since Ghost has wanted Dre to die. This is now Dre's fourth time going into Ghost's office. By himself. Remember he threatened him with a fucking a quill and a pen before? Man, shit? Man. <laughs> I will write a fucking sentence to your eyes. On your fam. I'll sign my name on your eyeball. Since Kanan killed Sean, this is Dre's fourth time in Ghost Office while they were at odds. And Ghost did not kill that man. And I get it, Ghost. You don't want to sell drugs no more. But survey says you still be killing people. Don't be a bitch. Nigga, this man is in your office unarmed. Kill that man. One, kill him and get rid of him. Two, show your son, nigga, I'm not to be played with. I just ripped a nigga uh, dreadlocks off in front of you. So a lot of a lot of what's going on with Tariq is because Ghost chose to keep a lot of stuff hidden and he chose not to man up in front of his son. He always played that nice guy role. But... I'm thinking it's because his relationship with his father and the way that he was he was brought up was so different that he only knew how to do the exact opposite. Like, mm. fam, your name rings out in these streets, but you still acting like a bitch when it comes to your son. You yeah. let him talk to you any kind of way, and you keep letting him talk to you any kind of way, he gonna treat you any kind of way. Facts. You think he would ever pull a motherfucking gun? Nigga, I wish, at this age right now, I wish I would get loud with my fucking father. It's just not yeah, happening. But you gotta instill that into your child at a young age. Fam, my pops is probably at home right now sitting in his wheelchair. You think I'm gonna get loud with my pops, nigga? Nah. Cause I remember when I did that before he was in that wheelchair and like, that nigga threw me through the closet. Like, come here. Man. Put your put your neck right here. You seen him full Fam. metal jacket? <laughs> nigga, I literally watched that like Tuesday night. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I love it. Uh put your put Put bend down. Put your yeah. put your neck in my hand. Like, come so, on, dog. So I can't say I grabbed you, but like, now choke yourself. Dog. Like, dog. Yeah. No, man. Reek don't. He don't have the fear that a Respect. child needs to have 
But you you have to respect your parent. He don't got the respect. But you should have a bit of fear. And I don't think he has either. He lost respect when Ghost started cheating on his mama. He never feared him because Ghost always played Mr. Nice Guy around that nigga. He should have he should have knew what time it was when when he ended up killing uh what's the old girl name? Well, technically Fifty killed uh who that the the female cop Fifty uh cousin or some shit. Oh, like jukebox, that. yeah, jukebox. jukebox, yep. Like yeah, they, Cannonshire. They talk very highly of Ghost. Like oh, y'all yeah. don't know your dad. Your dad gets yeah. down. Yeah, like you should have knew what time it was then. Man, but again. No fucking respect. So Reek brought the enemy up in there, and all Ghost could do was say, "Son, why would you bring our enemy here?" And it's like, nigga, you don't hear the bitch in your voice, Ghost. I see the bitch in you. Behind a twinkle in your eye, I can see the <laughs> bitch in you. Duh. And then uh, Reek, while they in there talking, Reek dip out and he go hide the gun. He's now setting up the murder scene, right? So he go put the gun in a little like why Reek always got like a little cubby hole somewhere that he could hide some shit in a know? satchel. Yeah. So he go and he he check the gun out and he put the joint up in the wall or whatever at Truth, and um he hide it and he go to school. When he gets to school, he realizes his teacher who he's been selling pills to is getting arrested. Now I was wondering, like, did they call this in? Right, I was wondering too. That's, like, like I don't understand why this that's this scene was even needed. Yeah, it it maybe that's a well, no, it wouldn't have nothing to do with book two because he gonna be in college. He ain't gonna be at show no more. I don't, I, I don't understand. Yeah, that why was completely this scene, unnecessary. Other than him having to tell Tasha that the teacher got raped, like I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, um, and he he hit mom's ASAP. Like, yo, Tasha, Mister whatever, got arrested. Oh, also another piece of shit move Tasha did hmm. is when Tariq killed um, the nigga who shot Raina. Oh, uh, Ray Ray. Raymond Jones. Ray shit. Ray. She told him how to get rid of the clothes and uh-huh. she tried to, to uh-huh. get him the game, but you gave him everything except counseling. Yep. How yep. about some, some help for that trauma that nah. he's going through? Nah, let me teach you how to clean your hands. Clean your nails, nigga. Take you a bath. Like think about what you treat, what you teaching your children. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't continue to. The, she the taught theme. him how to be ghosts. He was not headed in that direction without her tutelage. It's just a fact. Ghost was trying to teach him how to be Jamie. Ghost definitely didn't teach him how to be no. Ghost was trying to teach him how to be James St. Patrick. Yeah. She was trying to teach that nigga how to be Ghost, and that's the difference. And that's why for anybody who asks how I could respect Ghost, that's it right there. Because what a man, what a man do in his past on his own, hey, that's one thing. The most revolutionary thing a person can do, a man can do in his life, is take care of his family, and and if, teach his kids. If the man is trying to take care of his family, legitly, yeah, clearly I was a flawed human being because I was running the streets. But as we touched on last week. When he was talking to the ghost version of Fifty, yeah, he was like, "Nigga, you made me this way. Yeah. If it for you, I'd have been in a in a boardroom or something like that." Because my Facts. mind has been my mind. My mind yeah. is sharp. Yeah. I know the streets. I have my MBA. You know, I'll be I'm in saying? business school right now. So like, um, don't play with me, boy. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for fucking with that episode. Hey man, yeah, that episode that, did. That numbers. episode went up, man. We yeah. appreciate you. Um, what other scenes went down? Hold um, on, hold on. I got them right here. Oh, then Tasha went over to Saks Crit. She went, because 
Like, why does Tasha know where the fucking where a fucking FBI? How is do you know where he lives? Like, come how, on, fam? How? Like, how does Tasha how? know where a fucking federal employee? This works? ain't Angie. This ain't the the lady who was having sex with your husband. Yeah, and that you this had is, to know where the kids were at because they was your children. Yeah, no, this is sex. How do you know where the FBI agent lives? This is wild. It's wild. She pulled up on sex. She goes in there and she like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Nah, 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 nah. Like, we got to get ghosts. And James, he's about to become fucking lieutenant governor. She mad now because everybody saw the same scene. The news clip that we've seen six times now. Yeah. Um, Her and Reek saw it. Also, Dre paid a major part in ghost dying. Okay. Uh, because Ghost was out here lying. Ghost started the narrative. I'm sorry. Dre started the narrative that Ghost was about to turn in Tariq. Uh, to about Raymond Jones. About yeah, Raymond yeah, Jones. Yeah. He yeah. started that shit. And then when Tasha, he was like, I think I ain't say that shit. Yeah. But he was like, but wait a minute. That does sound good. You know what's funny though? Because Tariq mentioned that to him before he did what he did. Like, you was going to turn me <laughs> in and you was going to turn uh, her in. Yo, yo. Tasha in for the murder of Lala. So again, two hypocrisies that you pick up with Tasha. On one hand, she literally told Tate and told others about Tate. I know he ain't tell. I know Ghost didn't tell Tate about me and Terry because the two of them hate each other. He wouldn't fucking talk to him. I know Ghost ain't that stupid. He wouldn't. He don't even like him. Facts. She said that about Tate, and you should have known. But yet about Dre, soon as he said. Nah, James was going uh that turned Tariq in on on the Raymond Jones. Now you believe, but you know ghosts hate Dre, and you know Dre evil. You don't even want Dre around your kids, fam. You know all of this, and yet you all of a sudden you forgot everything you remembered about James with Tate. You forgot it with Dre. Just didn't make sense. But uh, she go over to Sack's crib, and Tamika's over there dressed like a Pepto Bismol had on the pinkest suit ever pinked and they over there kicking it and Tamika basically says yo that shit with Terry Silver that wasn't enough and you know what I thought during this scene I said uh how do you know where he was at all that told me was that you killed Terry Silver because nothing links ghost to that because what you said was He's in this abandoned fucking parking lot with no cameras, no security, no badge access. How no, does she know where he was at, though? How And that's, oh, well, that's the, so it's funny, just doing my weekly power research, there was actually a thing in, like, a UK newspaper, and it said the biggest plot hole of power season six was that, was Tasha asking ghosts for five different episodes, where is Terry Silver? And then all of a sudden, in episode 10, popping out and saying yeah he in parking spot 28 number whoop, 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 on the third floor on the, fam how you knew he was in the trunk and why you just saying something yeah how you knew that though and why you just saying something if you've been asking this man for five episodes so you just gonna let his body mummify in the in in back of a truck yeah. but with no cameras and no security and no badge access and nothing to keep anybody from going you, up there i bet you tasha here in that car hey and her bodily fluids hey, is in that car. And I thought that Sax and Tamika were going to tell her that. Like, fam, all you did was tell us that you knew where a dead body was. Yeah, well, a like, murdered fucking attorney. That means you the last person to see him alive. Fam. That we can prove. And that's it, because we have no proof. But they let her know, like, yo, we don't have shit connect, connect, connecting Jamie 
to Terry's murder. Like, we just got a body. And I feel you. You told us exactly where he was at, but that ain't tell us where Jamie was at when the shit went down. So, sorry. And then she was like, damn, he's really going to get away with this. Yeah. He always gets away with it. He does. And Sax is pissed. And Sax was like, yo, maybe we can get this uh, this whole Tate thing on the stand if Tate really knew that y'all was fucking. And that's when she said, Ghost wouldn't tell Tate that me and Terry was fucking. He hates him. And Terry hate him. And I'm taking an L. I'm going to admit somebody fucking my wife. Man, like, I come on. Make that make sense. That's why niggas, that's why women think yeah. that they better cheaters than men because the man won't verbally admit, uh, admit that he know his chick been fucking somebody else because that make him feel less than a man. So he will, in fact, lie to himself. And you think you're getting away with it. Facts. So then Tasha went back to the daycare. That's when she seen uh, Tate there. Um, they had a little exchange. And she basically told Tate, I know you full of shit. And I know Ghost never told you that me and Silver was fucking. Because she was like, did he tell you that he followed me after the uh, breaking of the ground at the QCP? And Tate was like, no, but he did tell me you was having sex with him, though. <laughs> and that nigga was like, uh, he did tell me you were fucking, <laughs> you were fucking his prosecutor or whatever the he fuck. He did tell me Terry was that funk in your <laughs> left side. Is that all right? That <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, say Tasha. <laughs> Mother Okoye. Duh. So then uh, that's when she went back to the penthouse and her and Ghost was finna meet up. And uh, I thought they did a, a bad job with her timeline because she was just kind of bouncing all over the place. And we never like knew where she was at or why she was going there. But whatever. She go to the penthouse, ghosts get there. And that's when they got into what I think was the argument that ghosts won hands down. Like I, you can't argue nothing that that nigga said, bro. And for those who want to know what he said, I got it. I pulled that right up. Yeah, she was in there flashing back and remembering the times and all that shit. And then Ghost told her a couple bars, because sometimes you got to bar your lady up. You're late. So Tariq got in trouble again. What did he do now? You know what? Don't try to play me, Ghost. I know that you know, but I can't believe that you think the solution is turning Tariq in for Ray Ray's murder. I would never do that to my son. But maybe you should confess. What are you talking about? That wasn't your idea. No, it wasn't. But maybe that's the best thing, Tosh, for all of us, for him to confess, tell the truth, you know, face the consequences of his actions. You promised that you would take the rap for Ray Ray's murder. You promised me and you promised Tariq. Tasha, I already went inside for some shit I didn't do, okay? I'm not doing it again. Now, if I say I did it, we all lose. If I'm in Albany, we all win, including you. You know, in case you catch a case for killing Lakeisha. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Okay, let me refresh your memory. I sent you over there, and Lakeisha ended up there. You sent me over there, but Tommy blames me. How the fuck could he not? You pulled the trigger, Tasha. I didn't tell you Bars. to do that. Now you got a real problem. Oh, the same problem you got with Terry Silver? Tasha, let me ask you something. How did it feel, huh? Your first kill, particularly seeing as though it was your best friend. I know what I felt like when I tried to shoot up my best friend, right? When I shot up the Mustang, I felt so fucking justified. Memo, nothing gets rid of that feeling. So answer me. How the fuck do you feel? You're a that nigga monster. said memo. <laughs> nah, I didn't kill a single mother with a child to raise. Ooh. Speaking of which, what happens to that child? What happens to Cash? You ever thought about that? What happens to you if you get caught? Or better yet, if I let you get caught? 
Did you ever love me? Did you ever love me? Ghost. <laughs> or was that all a lie too? Here come the bars. Yeah. I loved you. And a part of me still does. That was real. But you never loved this version of me standing in front of you, now did you? Bars. Remember? The biggest goddamn drug dealer in New York City. That's who the fuck you loved. Now, the amount of bars that got delivered in that scene, unprecedented. And I'm going to tell you why. <sighs> he kept it so real with Tasha right there, dog. And she needed all it. She deserved every bit of that energy she just got. Fam, not only did you kill your fucking friend, your best friend, your friend whose shop you've been helping run launder money through which now how you gonna keep that going how you gonna keep that going like what was your plan there you thought tommy was gonna just stop selling dope he still need a place to launder money i didn't send you over there to do that i sent you over there to talk to her figure out where she was at where her head was you killed her then she tried to ignore all of that by saying did you ever love me classic well, woman shit first off what that got to do with anything classic woman shit just bypass all the facts I just laid out. Like in real life, you is that a real question? Fam. It's classic woman shit, bro. I like his answer though. Yeah. I still love everybody I ever loved. Yeah. I don't think that shit. You goes can't away. un if you really love somebody, you can't unlove them. You'll always love them. Facts. You don't have to physically show them love. He was like, listen, yes, I loved you. Yeah. And in fact, I still I have still have some love for you. Like, in fact, I still do. But the biggest goddamn drug dealer in New York. Like, you never loved this version of me. Hey. I've been trying to go clean. But you know what, though? Why did it take six seasons for the writers to give him that? And me and you have been saying that shit since day one. What's so interesting is that um, this show could have a whole different outcome um, if the writers would allow James to communicate better yeah in these situations i mean clearly i understand that they try to make him more violent and more sassy and, and more yeah. aggressive but if he would have communicated this information same message you're not yep. gonna get this i'm gonna do this so they may not have uh but like i could have communicated this whole conversation better yeah but i don't fought that because that doesn't feel like his character for the last five and a half years yeah. This feels like some shit y'all just did in season six just because y'all wanted to justify us not liking him and him being murdered. Yep. But like I really don't feel like that was like his character should have been able to come because he's a smooth talker. Yeah. He got the Kwame he got the Kwame gift of gab. You see how he did Fran fancy? He ain't yeah. even smashed fancy. He ain't smashed Ramona. Now nah, he smashed fancy. Oh, did he? Yeah, you remember he gave it was all back shot. She kept her bra yeah, She yeah, got a little yeah, fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't let that fat out. Yeah, I ain't like that. Let that little uh, book bag out. That little pouch. But like, um, like he is. He can talk. Yeah, he facts. talked his way. Remember, I was watching one of the episodes when the first time he sat down with Stern, and Stern was trying to figure out why his clubs are doing so good. He was yeah. like, "It's me. Yeah. I'm the per I'm the perfect match from the guys on the street, from mm -hmm. the ballroom. Like he can talk." Yeah. So like so, so the fact that y'all made him so in a 
ineffective in his communication style these last five and a half episodes it's, yeah. it's kind of baffling to me and y'all made him like appear like a drunk y'all didn't have him y'all didn't have him being a drunk any other time yeah but y'all made him slurring his words he sounded real goofy all season yeah like he and, didn't sound crisp and that's what we were used to so it kind of but again it's all in an effort to make his character less likable that's what they've been trying to do so we kind of, you know, when you look at it that way and you go back, it makes you feel like, damn, we should have been called. He was going to die. Because y'all been setting it up for him to die and for us to be OK with it. Because, it, you know, season one, season two, things will look really bleak for him and he'll always be able to to pull out something. Yeah, yeah. And we thought like, OK, they got to make it suspenseful. He can't always win. Yeah. But at some point, we're going to get back to the clever ghost. Yeah. The ghost who always outsmarts the person. We never got back to that since like season two and a half, season three. Yeah. After he went to prison. When he got out, like that was his, all right, boom. We thought yeah. he was going to continue winning, but he, he didn't. The last time I seen the ghost and I'm really, really, really used to seeing the ghost that I was really a fan of was when he played, uh, when Tommy was in jail mm-hmm. and he played Angie and had that, that sketch that yeah, he stole yeah, from. Yeah. That was the last time. And when that when Angie came by to cuss him out, and that nigga said, I gave you Lobos for your trouble. But you can't have Tommy. Because he would do anything for Tommy. For his motherfucking brother. And, but you remember how that whole shit set up when uh, they him, Tommy, and Lobos was meeting at that hotel and Angie thought like, oh, I got these niggas. And they went up in the room. And it was just Tommy and Lobos and uh, Lobos man. Ghost was sitting right in the window watching the feds because he was smarter than yeah. everybody. That dog. was like the, the season finale that time. No, right? no, uh, no. What's crazy? That was like episode six of season two. Mm. That's how good season two was. Shit like that was happening in the middle of the season, nigga. <laughs> like, so it was just it's it's been a very um it's been a very long stretched out because when you when you start pushing forward and you start to think of some of the times that he's made errors you look at situation like when Kanan pulled up on him and snatched him up to go get the money from Tommy Stash House and then go get Reek back and Jukebox would have killed Ghost and Reek had Kanan not it was like damn Ghost you wasn't smart enough to figure nothing out in that like. Come on, man. How many times has Dre played this thing in the last couple of seasons? Damn, Ghost, you ain't smarter than Dre. And then we thought we started Ghost was getting on his bag because he was winning, but he did it with such an attitude. Yeah. And so, like, come on, the writing's on the wall. I'm yeah. hoping it don't go that way, yeah. but the writing's on the wall. He just, his his arrogance Why? in season six ultimately led to his demise. Why do you think they wanted Ghost to, the, this story to end with, like, Ghost not winning? Because a lot of a lot of souls don't like take their star yeah. and make them lose and make the star the quote unquote bad guy. So, what's funny about Ghost's character and Tommy to a to a lesser extent? They're anti heroes, right? Like you want them to win, ignoring all like morality, right? You know they're bad, but they're likable. You know they're bad, but you root for them against all odds. Um, a lot of other anti-heroes that we've rooted for in television. You think of characters like uh, Omar from The Wire. You think of uh, Avon from The Wire. You think of uh, Tony Soprano. Like I think of um, Chalky White. Chalky White. You know what I'm saying? These are characters who are anti-heroes. Like, you didn't necessarily want them. Like, you knew why they might lose. Hell, nigga, one of our favorite movies, Menace. 
Niggas loved Kane. Yeah. Niggas loved O'Dog. But fam, these wasn't good people. And we knew that about them. But we didn't want to see them lose. Well, I don't know if they weren't good people. They could have been good people doing illegal things. They were doing me. they were doing bad based on their situation. Yeah. Which is ultimately ghost and Tommy. Because you can be a quote unquote yeah. good or bad person and be in a really fucked yeah. up situation and yeah. doing illegal activities. And that's and that's be, where your ethics get challenged yeah. and that's where your morals get challenged. And that's when it becomes a yo, I'm I'm a good person in a bad situation. I gotta adapt to that and I gotta do something bad to get out. And for and ghosts there, and, and for are, Tommy. And there are some good people who are permanently or choosing to yeah. be in these bad situations yeah. and they're going to act as a good and I guess I say good I mean being an adjective and it's kind of moving on a curve but like remember back well they always talk about back in the day how hustling was different uh-huh. Uh, well Sundays was like a free day yeah. we wasn't doing shit on Sundays or we not fucking with the school we not, uh-huh. it was like there was some Don't sort of rule with, code uh, grandmother like the elders yeah, respect yeah. yeah like hey we going to do all this shit yeah. but like oh Oh, my man play ball. Don't Let nobody sell to him. Yep. Don't nobody yep. put like like so. Those are like you remember in the shy when uh when Reggie wouldn't even when he said yo didn't I tell y'all not to sell to my little brother to yeah, peaches? Yeah, I told y'all not to sell to peaches. So it's not necessarily that they, that they're good per se, but oftentimes people who are really into any profession, yeah. right? And you know that that profession isn't the best. You try to keep people out of it. But you know what? Too With, to that point. Even your worst people ever, like people who are actually bad people, even the worst version of them, they have a code. Yes. Everybody has a code Every and it must be code. adhered to. Every man got a code. You have to have a code, dog. And that's the thing. Anybody, hell, it's people who would say my dad is one of the worst niggas ever. But I ain't one of them. I love that nigga. But he not one of the worst niggas to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause what I saw and what you experienced from him, two different lives, yeah. and and that's kind of why, kind of to that point where I really, really don't relate or understand Tariq's character, because you have so much disdain for your dad, based on what you heard about him doing, and so, it ain't none of it's based on how he treated you and how he raised you. So in this last conversation that he had with his father. Yeah. When he was like, you abandoned us. When he go to the hotel or whatever? No, no, no. The, the final conversation. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Uh, when he referenced that, like, you left, you abandoned us and left to be with Angela. So what it would what it would appear is that that had a bigger impact on him, right? But that's not something that y'all explored during the uh, actual show. Because what y'all showed me on the show was... Ghost inviting the kids over to Angie's crib and setting up the PlayStation and the PS and having Angie play Reek in the Street Fighter game and then Reek stole her gun and that's how that got ruined that dynamic because he took her gun to well, school. Even now, what I'm saying is y'all could explore just Tariq being upset with his father because you cheated on my mom. Yeah, like yeah, that wasn't really a storyline. You we seen some rebellious shit, and it was left to us to to interpret why he's rebelling or acting out because he clearly wanted a father figure. So while you know we bagging or ragging on on Tasha because I think she's a horrible person, yeah, this the character of her is a horrible person. Like go, she was an absentee father, and you thought because you did the service level things that you were a good father. Yeah. You had great intentions in mind. You have this idealistic version of what you wanted your son to be, 
But in actuality, you didn't actually put the work in to make that become. You didn't speak that into power, so to speak. Yeah. You didn't. You was out here in the streets. And then when you started to get legit, yeah. your focus turned to a different life without us. Well, technically a different life without mom. I wanted the kids, but the kids, when I was a, uh, so kids think if mom and dad can stop loving each other, then y'all can stop loving me. Facts. And that's oftentimes why children are so heartbroken when their parents split up and they never are the same because they, a mother's and a father's love for each other. Oh, that's 100% vital to how that child grows up. And it's all they know. Yeah. It's all they know. So when you see that end, you ultimately think that you're just as, you're just as much of a, a possible casualty to this love ending, right? Like you too can be a casualty to this. You too could be a victim of love dissipating and and leaving this relationship your parent could stop loving you if they could stop loving your mom or your other parent uh it's unfortunate but it's just not true and to your point they didn't show us enough to explain the level of vitriol that Tariq is at when it comes to ghosts like uh so i want to go to the scene where where reek goes to ghost hotel yeah if you let me and your Uncle Tommy handle that shit like you should have, we wouldn't be in this mess. So that's the punishment I get for killing the motherfucker that killed Raymond. You just gonna let me go to jail? Sending you to your room ain't work. You lied to my face. How many times you lied to my son? Huh? How many times I clean up your mess anyway? You wanna be a man? You wanna be a man? You clean up your own mess. Can't believe this. And I can't believe you got your sister killed, so we even. Wow. Here's my thing about Tariq. Have we not been saying this every episode? Here's my thing about Tariq. My nigga, you are literally, you are 100% the reason that Raina's dead. Like, not a little percent. No, you are legitimately the entire reason that my daughter's dead. No one told you to start breaking in fucking houses. That's 100% you. That was all you. You know who, you know who your uncle is. What, what, just what Ghost just told you. Nigga, you could have let us handle that shit. Fam, if you would have let us handle that, not only would Ray Ray still be dead, nigga, it wouldn't have been a trace of us in that motherfucking crib. But you know why you wanted to do it yourself? Because you know you caused this and you was trying to fix it. You fucked up. Big facts. You are a child. No, you were like a legit child because this was you seasons back when you were still relatively with the right timeline. Yeah. Like they were still in middle school. Like, I know he's in high school now. These yeah. niggas was in middle school. Yeah, because that was his last dance or whatever at the joint. Y'all was in the eighth hey. grade. That means you were 14 years old, 13 or 14 years old. And you was a child trying to be an adult running in adult soccer circles. Yeah. Now, why grown ass men was trusting a, a 13 or 14 year old to do shit like that with him? I don't know. The world will never know. I fucking don't know. But you got him. You got her. You was dip. You was running. And she came looking for you. And was fucked up. She came to protect you. She died protecting you. And you hid and watched her, nigga. Like a bitch. Hmm. But you mad at ghosts? Because at that particular point, that's when I say, yo, here I am. Yeah. And I take that shit for my little sister. Because one second of, yo, here I am, and he turns towards you, she can run off. 
Or like he he has no reason to kill her. He still might because he was a whole ass nigga. But she had a that would have given her at least a window to get the fuck out of there. Reek, you stood behind the motherfucking little statue Bushes or whatever. Yeah, nigga. And you let your sister get killed, bro, on your behalf. And she was over there checking him, nigga. Like, Raina went out like a G, low-key. Facts. Like, she stood toe-to-toe with a nigga that was going to kill her. She looked her killer in the eye and said, stood yo, tall. leave my brother alone. I know who you are, Raymond Jones. That's really got her killed. Come on, fam. Because she knew the game. Yeah. I, mean, I remember you being this officer that walked in my room. Like, she took, she said too much information. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. Because if he w- said, yo, do you know where your brother is? But that wouldn't have happened if... Um, if Tariq would have stepped up, but he didn't, and here we are, here we are. But again, Reek, you not being honest. You want to talk about lying and, and communication and all that. You went, you stole your mom's little tutu. You took that to to Dre, got Ray Ray's address, went over to Ray Ray's crib, didn't tell nobody, and you went in there and you popped the tutu and you pinched your finger to the point you was bleeding at that nigga's apartment. Now. You done left evident because you sloppy. This whole thing was sloppy, bro. Like you'd have been more respected if you want to get in the game, ghost. Hey. If you'd have went to Unc, like, listen, I know a dude that here goes apartment. Let's get him. Let's get. And let this me go shit. with. Tell me what to do. And even if you don't do it, hey. but now I'm looking at him like, damn, my son probably he hey. he got a little he got a little something about he, him. He might be ready for this. Yeah, I might have kept him away from this, but he might be ready for something. At the very least, I could bring him in like how I had Sean. Sean knew all ghost dealings, but he ain't want him directly involved in that shit because he knew it wasn't his style. But I'm like, fam, you really just let this nigga. You went and killed Ray Ray. You got your sister killed, went and killed Ray Ray. And now you mad that your dad won't take the rep for that sloppy ass murder. Fam, you killed a cop. I know he was a dirty cop. And you like, killed a cop. Also, like. And you never told your parents that. Things changed since I was like, I'm, I'll take the rap for you if something happened. Because we thought the police was about to, like, this is different. This is a different set of circumstances. Fam. So he went back after that scene, uh, with ghosts and he went and talked to Tasha and basically now Tasha's with killing ghosts. She wasn't with it earlier, but now she feel like she with it because again, she in struggle. I feel like Tasha been in survival mode. Another thing that before we move, like what ghost said was like, um, yeah. so, so, so this is my punishment. Yes, nigga. Yeah. I try to do everything with you. Cause fam, you haven't received punishment ever. You literally killed a man and I let you get away with it. Nigga, now you can't get away Because I let you get away with it And look at how you treat me Nah, fam You gonna pay for your sins You gotta set that precedent early Man I didn't I failed And that's a part That's a part of of Ghost He's bad at parenting You think you're gonna whoop your kids? I have no idea I'm leaning towards no Yeah But I'm also leaning towards yes Yeah Um, It would be It would be Similar both It'd be different Yeah Because I'm definitely not beating my kids. No, no, no. I'm not whipping the belt out and I'm, telling them bend def- over and giving them 10. That's definitely never going to be my first go-to option. Yeah. It really depends on the child and the situation and the circumstances because Tariq needed some phys- some corporal punishment. He needed to, well, he needed to get a different level of consequence 
Whatever yeah. that is, it's gonna be different from each for, for each. Saying go to your room, boy. That ain't work. That stopped working four seasons ago. That stopped working after Sean died and he realized y'all lied about that. That stopped working after he realized you was cheating on his mom. Like it's certain shit that go to your room wasn't gonna do no more because he lost respect for you with them other things. So now saying go to your room, you trying to like give off this level of power and this level of fucking like seniority. And he's looking at you like, fam, I don't even trust you. I don't even trust you would do nothing to me right now. So yeah, man. I, um, I just think that Tariq should have had his ass beat quite a while ago and it didn't happen. And once it didn't happen and he started realizing that he was going to get away with whatever, he literally got away with murder. It's no way out now. It's no way to return, bro. Like he is who he is at this point. Um, but yeah, he go and he kick it with Tasha and they basically agree. We got to kill ghost. Ghost has to get the fuck out of here. It's unfortunate because one Tasha thinks that killing ghost, yo, I'm gonna get some money. Fuck it. I'll be able to. Well, no, Tasha thinks kill somebody. I don't know. I don't remember who gave her the, the inclination that ghost was going to turn her in for something. She goes over to, uh, what's dog name? Q. She go over to Q crib and she basically convinces him, yo, take me down here so I can have him sign these divorce papers. Q like, you want me to handle it? I'll take him up in there, man. And I'll let him know that, you know, I ain't fucking around. Q, first of all, you clearly still don't know who my dog is. Cause you'll walk in truth and never come out that motherfucker. That'll be your last truth, nigga. That'll be a lie. So he like, yeah, you want me to do? She like, no, 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 I can handle it. But I just want you to drive me though. So they hop in that nigga little 94 Accord or whatever, and they pop and they driving down fucking uh, Jamaica Ave and shit in the Accord, and they listening to tunes. While they doing that, Ghost is at the party. You know, the little announcement as lieutenant governor or whatever. Tariq is there, and Tariq is putting on his fronts, right? He letting Ghost introduce him to people, and Stern met him again and all that. And Reek's just kind of walking around acting like the fucking prodigal son. Whole time, he waiting on everybody to empty out because he's going to try and kill his dad. So Tasha and Q on the way there. And uh, her plan was, I have a key to Ghost Escalade. So what I'm going to do is hop in the back of the truck. And when he gets in, I'm going to light his ass up from the back seat. Which I thought was a stupid plan from the rip. Honestly, I ain't, I never thought that that was smart. But she was trying to kill. So she doesn't even realize that Reek is at truth, like to kill Ghost. She thinks that Reek is cool with letting her kill Ghost. She thinks he's all right with that plan. And I think he was going to go with that plan at first. At first. Until, until he had a. Like, when did Reek start seeing fucking Ghost? Yeah. Not, uh, oh, so spirits. Yeah. So when Reek first got to Truth, he walking down the hallway and shit. He about to uh pull the gun out the little hiding spot or whatever. And while he there, here comes the ghost of Canaan talking to Reek like, yeah, man, go on and do him like you did me. Reek say, sorry about that, K. You know I ain't want to do that. Nah, it's cool, little nigga. Like, what? Like, first of all, Canaan wouldn't have just been cool with you killing him, bro. But... More importantly, 
Yeah, when the fuck do Reek just start having visions? He ain't drinking a lean no more. He ain't on no drugs. I ain't seen him smoke none. Like, this nigga just tripping. He just bugging. Women so toxic, dog. I'm sorry. I what they doing? This, I just seen the tweet that's like, uh, oh, oh no. Yeah, let's talk about it at the end because <laughs> I'm over this episode. Uh, so yeah, man. Reek seen Kanan ghost, and Kanan ghost basically said, "You got to kill your dad, nigga. Like it should be you. Like what he say? Um, this moment been coming. Like the shit writing was on the wall. Like this shit been happening, dog. So go on and kill him, and nigga got to be you. And from there, now Tasha coming to kill Ghost ain't the plan in Reek no more." Reek like I gotta do it myself So the party goes down Tasha got Q Driving to the opposite Corner of the building and shit She got this nigga blocks away so she could walk up Got him over by a little liquor store And a diner and shit And uh Ghost is up on the balcony And this is where we, we've seen this scene Six times now he feeling himself Sax comes there drunk as fuck stumbling Yeah man life is good for Ghost He don't know that it's mad niggas out here Trying to murder him so Reek comes up in there and Reek gives him that last Little speech Man I, I'll be perfectly honest with you dog That speech was weak as fuck I feel bad for Ghost in this scene Like When he seen that gun In his hand yeah, That look he looked down like Cause it was like of all people, I felt like he was pops in Friday. What's that for? <laughs> oh, and before that, <laughs> son, me and your mama would have never moved in this neighborhood if you know you need a gun to walk down the street. That nigga said, "I got to walk smoke down the street." <laughs> but look, before that though, cause we actually forgot something that was kind of critical. Reek not only turned on Ghost, he turned on Tommy. Seen before that, Reek left the party, went and met up with Tommy up at the docks, cause we gonna meet at the docks. And uh, he basically told Tommy, like, yo, you got to go kill this nigga. And Tommy said, no, nah, nigga. Dre's on his way to go kill him. Yeah. And I'm about to go stop him. Yeah. And Tommy like, yo, I'm about to kill Dre, nigga. Like, I'm not saying about Ghost no more. Dre is the enemy. And Reek like, I don't care about this nigga, Dre. Like, Ghost got to die. And Tommy like, fam, as a nigga who killed his dad, let me tell you, you got to live with that shit. And it's plenty you don't know that I didn't know about Teresi. Don't do it, nigga. So, like, so the writers want to make it seem like like he's so smart, like Tariq is so smart, but like all the OGs is giving you wisdom and you aren't listening at all to nope. none of it. Nope. Fam, I killed my own father. Yeah, there's no one better to talk to about this type of shit than I've me, killed nigga. the two people I've ever loved the most. I killed my, my ex-fiance. Facts. And I killed my father. And I wanted to kill my mom like 30 times, nigga. And I tried to kill your dad. Facts. My best and, friend, my and brother. I, and I almost killed your mom in a day. My sister. And I almost killed you a couple weeks ago. Because you stole, stole drugs from me. And I've let you niggas off the hook. The fact that you feel so comfortable coming out your mouth with all this violence and, and yelling and fuck that. Nigga, I almost killed you. Remember, like, I hung you over the motherfucking the balcony, and I was even said that up. earlier when uh when he told him, "Yo, please, Uncle Tommy, don't hurt Elisa Marie," and he was like, "Whatever you do, just don't hang her off the balcony." And Tommy was like, "Nah, that's only for family." Like nigga, I could have killed you, bro. Just FYI, but that nigga Tommy left, and then Reek called Vincent, and he said, "Yo, I know where Tommy is." Reek set that nigga up. Cause he didn't want him to stop. First, he don't want him at truth. Yep. Cause if you stop, 
if you stop Dre from killing him, then he don't die. And if you if Dre don't do it and I'm there, then you stop me from doing it. Yeah. And you set that nigga up, dog. Yeah. That was some cold. That's cold blooded. You set up. You've actually set up two niggas who have saved your life multiple times. So let's get into three that. niggas who saved your life. Facts. So let's get into that scene, bro. That final scene, the penultimate scene with yeah. uh, with Ghost and, and Reek. What are you doing here? Everything cool? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about everything you were saying earlier. About you being there every step of the way and me turning myself in. You have my word. Bad idea. Mm, your word. You never told me the truth about who you really were growing up. You lied to me about Sean and how he died. I told you the truth, okay? It was Kanan who lied to you about how he killed his no, son. No, Jukebox told me. You never said a word. No, Kanan loved me, man. He would have never hurt me. Son, are you crazy? Kanan First killed of all, I'm your father, okay? I love you. And Kanan would have put a bullet in your head as sure as you stand in front of me no, right you're now. you're wrong. He already had the chance to do that. You know I betrayed him for the family. He still let me live. Look, you're confused, okay? So did Tommy, but you just said talk up. about it. We can go on the road. You can, you can come on a campaign with me. We can get you credit for school, maybe an internship. What the hell do you think you're doing? Cause you, you're gonna turn my in for Lakeisha. You're gonna turn me in for Ray Ray. When the fuck are you gonna pay for all the bullshit you've done, huh, Dad? It's your mama doing this shit to you. Your mama's got in that head of yours. She sent you in here to do this it's shit. Not to the me. road you need to take right now. No. Mama. This is me. Up to now, you still don't even see me for who I really am. A hoe ass nigga. I'm you, Dad. Southfield ass nigga. I tried to give you one last chance, like you said you did with Breeze, but you're in the way. You're in the way of my future, like you said he was in the way of yours. Ain't that what you said? In the way of your future, right? Put the gun down. No. Tariq, if you do this shit. You can never go back. I'll do anything to go back. To go back to how it was before you left us for Angela. Just can't. It's too late. Hey, just give me the gun. I can't. I can't go. Hey, hey, son. Hey, hey. I love you, okay? Tasha, don't act like you give a fuck now. Um, so let me just this this be I'll be honest though. Uh, this was a fire scene. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't want this scene to happen. I don't like Tariq. I don't like your angle. But just as it shot and the emotional, the the going back and forth and everything like that. Yeah, like this this they shot this scene good. Then the whole quote unquote intensity of Tasha. Downstairs in the car, realizing that uh, Tariq's upstairs and her running through the door. I'm well, thinking, you remember what caused her to flip, though? She got in that back seat and then she looked up in the fucking rearview mirror and saw Sean. You remember that? She saw yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah. So she started having fucking weird, nasty flashbacks about him and just remembering the moments and all that. And that kind of gave her a change of fucking. 
case, if you will. Um, but nevertheless, she didn't want to kill the nigga no more. Well, she sent a message to Tariq and he didn't answer. Yeah, Tariq can't reply. He, he like, started type, typing and then that joint went away. That bubble went away. And she's like, this nigga here. Yep. Um, so that's suspense. And because the it, the video of Tariq shooting goes leaked. So in order to try to save face, they leaked the Tasha version, which I knew wasn't the real version. Yeah. Um, but they leaked the Tasha version. Um, to try to be like, oh, okay, that's not the real one, so you wouldn't Throw fuck you up off. your shit. Yeah. But when they didn't release any other ones, I knew that it was only two quote unquote alternate alternate endings, whatever. But yeah, um, there was a bit of suspense. I thought maybe Tasha was gonna run up there and take the gun from him and then do it. I'm yeah. like, okay, so maybe both of these kind of happened, or but. It was yeah. a it was a it was a cool scene as far as you add all that add all that in like they think they shot that scene correctly. I felt bad, man, for for a son killing his father, man. A father being, being like you lose you you lose you lost everything, dog. So going back to the point I was making earlier about this show's characters easily losing or lacking morality, fam, you can't continue to reek as a normal character after that because he's not Tommy he's not a fucking psychopath who has killed niggas on niggas on niggas on niggas on niggas and then Tommy finally killed his dad who he had just started developing a relationship just met he never even knew his dad and then was a little fucked up by it but not really but I'm still a psychopath so it ain't bothering me no this is Tariq whose dad had been around his whole life and now all of a sudden in, in real one, life, in one year, you go from loving dad yeah, when he's in the same family the whole night to I'm going to kill him. To murder. Y'all can't continue this show and make Tariq act normal because that is not something that normal people go through. That ain't something that a normal person would would experience and then still be normal after the fact. Like, no, Tariq has not shown himself to be that narcissistic. No, I'm I'm sorry, dog. And that's why, like, going into this book, too, where Tariq looked like he just got away scot-free and, like, life is good now and all that. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. So let's fast forward through that ending real quick, man. He shot Ghost. Ghost flipped over the balcony. Tasha ran in there. She told Reek, well, what did you do? What did you He did exactly what y'all had talked about doing. And then she was like, get out of here. And Reek was like, nah, I got this. I know what to do. And so Tasha left. She went and got back in Quentin's car. When the nigga Reek leaned over the balcony, Tommy was down there. Tommy looked up, saw Reek, pointed the gun, and go said, nah, don't. let him go. Let him go, man. Let him go. With the fucking too much blood in your mouth, I was like, all right, they ODing. Uh, let him go, man. Let him go. Tommy was looking like uh, you seen Cadillac Records. He's looking like Columbus Short when he died and shit. Man. But anyway, so then Reek gets up out of there on his way out. He changes back into his tux that he had on earlier. While he's changing, he hears some stumbling and rumbling. He look around the corner. It's Sax. Sax then ran in there drunk, coming to kill Ghost himself. He drops his gun, and when he drops his gun, he has a moment of clarity. Like, oh shit. Let me get out of here, dog. Like, I'm fucking up. When he leaves... And he hit a gunshot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He heard the gunshot. That's he where the fuck... Yeah. So when he leaves, he runs into Blanca, who was coming up in there to serve Ghost. 
He runs into Blanca, who had just got punched by Drake. So yeah. Blanca laid out in the middle of the ground and shit. So then Reek grabs the gun, grabs the book bag, and then runs out. Or no, no, no. He stashed it. He changed clothes and stashed all that shit back in the wall. And then he walked out that back door. But he went out the other door. That's So Saxon Blanca was at one door. He went out the further door. And then came up as like nothing happened. But here's my problem before that happened. Just continuity's sake. He walks out. He literally looks over and sees Saxon Blanca talking. You ain't see that nigga at the corner. Of your they heart. didn't see him, but then they also didn't hear him do two things. He slammed the fucking door to truth, and then he went and put his book bag in a dumpster and slammed the top of the dumpster. But they ain't even look up. It's a quiet alleyway. Y'all don't hear none of that. And then he came back around front, saw the police. He started acting like. Oh my God, what happened? Why are y'all here? Where's my dad? I want to see my dad. I want to see my dad. Police bought it. It's over. Meanwhile, Tasha goes back to Q's crib. When she got back in the car, she crying and she upset. And Q said, yo, I heard a gun. What the fuck happened? I heard a gunshot. She like, when I went in there, he was already dead. She crying. Q don't know what's going on. He just like, let's get the fuck out of here. So he peel off in the fucking 92 sob. And uh, for a minute, I'm really not understanding, like, where they headed with this shit. I'm like, damn, Reek looked like he got away with something. Because we see Tasha and Reek back at the crib. She asking Reek if he aight and da-da-da. And Reek got his book back on. He just walked in his room like, fuck it, it's over, nigga. I did it. He quiet. He stoic. Put on put on Sports Center and went to bed. Yep. <laughs> and then the next day, we see uh, Sax go back to work. Sax got his job back. Never saw how this happened. Well, oh this boy, happen. oh um, Jacob Warner. Yeah, he got no, no, no Chinese boy. Oh, Mock, Mock got Mock, him the job. Mock back. You right, you right. Back. Yeah, because Mock was like, "Yo, I got a friend in D.C. and now I got a friend in the Eastern District, Sax. So, nigga, you owe me, basically, nigga. So, Sax got his job back, and then we see the scene of all scenes when motherfucking. Elvin from Cosby Show, tell Tasha you gets nothing, not a dollar, and I want to play it because this shit was awesome. So there is a small gift for Mr. Stell Green. Your rent is to be paid out of the trust for one year. That's all? Well, the bulk of the estate is divided now into thirds. Me, Yasmin, and Tariq. Well, as a matter of fact, Yasmin, Tariq, and Reina. Reina's share actually defaults to Tariq, uh, de facto creating a two-thirds, one-third split in favor of Tariq. He gets the property, the shares in the nightclubs, including um, Truth, and the watch collection. You um, do not inherit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Green. James designed it this way. Unfortunately, you do not have access to the life insurance, the stocks, or the bonds. The entire portfolio goes to your children. Ma, don't worry about it, okay? I'll take care of you. Actually, Tariq, um, just to note, you don't inherit right away. Um, all of your money is held in trust until you complete a four-year degree from a university. What? with at least a 3.5 GPA. After that, the floodgates open. But until you graduate under uh, those conditions, you um, get that. Yeah, you don't get a cent. 
James, one last fucking go out with a bang, dog. Tasha, you don't get a dollar. And Reek, you gonna do exactly what I've been trying to get you to do. Go to school and be some little nigga. And then not only do you get my money, you also get my clubs and my watch collection. I got a lot of clubs. I got a lot of clubs. Nigga, you're rich. Uh, so there's somebody in the group right now saying that he was wrong for not leaving um, Tasha money Fuck and Tasha. Um, only pay grandma rent for a year. Fuck grandma. Um, because she was taking care of your kid. All that other bullshit, right? Nigga, I'm giving the money to my kids. Point bank, period. Period. I don't care about period. nothing else. Period. But she was taking care of the kids. I'm giving it the money to my children. I'm taking care of my kids. And guess what? It's going to the children. Hey. I don't care. It's being split between Tariq and Yaz. And Grandma, hey, your rent paid for a year. You're welcome, nigga. You know what that remind me of, though? How much money is that in New York City, you think? Rent for a year? Yeah. And I'm sure she ain't in the slums just because it's your wife's mom. Eh. 50 grand? 60 grand? Probably. You know what's funny or what that remind me of? That remind me of, like, when a celebrity or like somebody we deem to be rich donates to something to a cause or a, a fund or whatever. And when we find out the number, we always say they could have did more. Bitch, you, I, I didn't want to do more. <laughs> you give 20 grand. You pay your mom in law of your divorced mom or your divorced wife rent for a year. I've been trying to get Tariq to go to school to get a better life. If something happened to me, this is going to force you to. Yep. Because now, nigga, not only do you have to go to school and graduate, but ain't no graduating with a two-point, nigga. You got to go get a 3.5. You got to really be some with yourself, bro. Which sets up Power Book 2, clearly. Yep. Hey. Um, But, like, nah, I don't get nothing. This bitch talking, let me, uh, this bitch talking about, all I've done for him, I gave him three kids. Bitch, you got pregnant. <laughs> like, I gave him three kids that you didn't watch, that you didn't pay for. Fam, your mother took care of the kids. Yo, if I was going to give between you and your mother, fuck the kids. If I was splitting some between you and your mother, I'm leaving it to your mother. It's not like we don't make enough money so I can just buy a fucking uh, a babysitter. Or a date. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. even need the mom to do it. Yeah, facts. I left the children with my wife. My facts. wife gave them to her mom. Facts. That wasn't never my agreement. Oh, you preaching now. I'm out here in the streets, and I leave the children with... I leave in the morning after I get my breakfast and stuff. She, The children are with my wife, who's a stay-at-home mom. Oh, my nigga came to pod. Like, so making... Like, well, she been taking care of... No, the fuck she hasn't. If she been doing that, it's because her own fucking daughter is a fucking bum. Yeah. I heard questions about, um, I heard a statement in there. I read a statement that, um, ghost stole money from Tasha. You can't steal your own fucking money. Cause when did Tasha get a fucking job? And here's the thing. This is all drug money anyway. If Tasha had her own money. That she was stealing anyway, too. Remember, she it was stealing was him from first. Fam, she stole money from him while he was in jail. Talking about, I, I stood by him while he was in prison. No, the fuck you didn't. You stole $2 million from me. While he was in prison, and then you fucked his lawyer. And then you took money from Stern. Now I own Stern, I owe Stern, and I don't know where the $2 million is. I rem that was a big thing we talked about on the pod. Ma'am. 
Hello? Two mil that you didn't... You took two million and you borrowed money from a fucking tyrant. Stern is a tyrant. Speaking of Stern, so they leave the will and testament little situation. And now Tasha got to figure out what she need to do. So she calls Stern up, goes to dinner with him. And for like... 3.5 seconds, I was sitting there like, Tosh, you better not fuck Stern for no money. Dog. I thought she was finna, uh, I'm in a bind, Nate. I thought she in was finna bind, be in a bind, Stern. Stern. I'm in a bind, Stern. Because that's the same reason uh, Stoney did it. Stoney was trying to get her brothers through USC, nigga. So uh, she told Stern, like, look, man, you want to go to Nate? You're about to use me. No, nah, Nate said, I'm going to need some pussy for this semester, nigga. And it's that simple. Nigga, you want me to push your kid through, your brother through college? Through USC. <laughs> Go on and bust that open, Stoney. Like, I just, I'm in a bind too, Stoney. Like, I just, I just, I just want to make sure I understand this shit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you want me to put your, 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 your brother. Who I don't know, who I don't have ties to, who, I, who ain't my brother. I'm going to need something from you. You know what I'm going to need from you? <laughs> I'ma need a lick at a box. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> Let's be real. Nigga. College USC? <laughs> nigga, this ain't it's not LCC. <laughs> nigga about to bust the bells out the box, nigga. <laughs> I'ma get lazy. I hate how much I love that song. Yeah. I thoroughly that enjoy nigga that song. That nigga making up again. words and shit. Man. Cash app. <laughs> <laughs> yap, yap. Like, nigga, what's the, what rounds, what's the other round from cash app? Because that nigga. Yap, yap. <laughs> Somebody hit okay. me up and said, what does the box mean? And I said, you are asking entirely too many questions, fam. I don't. Nigga, Lu- the box Lu- is like 12 things in that song, nigga. Lupe uh, broke it down on his, on his first album song called, no, called an Instrumental. Mm. It's not about the box. <laughs> it's about a box. It's about a box. Yeah. It ain't about that box, yeah. nigga. But um, no, nah, man, that nigga Stern was like, I, you know, what's good. Tasha was like, look, I need you to get nigga a throwback review of 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 uh, wait, set it off, set it off. Oh, uh, that'd go hard. A, a waiting to exhale. Hey, it's Black History Month. I mean, uh, waiting to exhale. Set it off. Um, shit, Stella got a groove back. Nigga, like the best man. T- the best man got themes, yeah. nigga. Like we can have some fun with them. That episodes. nigga merch wiped a prostitute. Nigga. <laughs> like those for, the, those for the Patreon. <laughs> facts. Facts. Those are for yeah. the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the only hey. fa- Did you know that OnlyFans was for more than ass and tits? Oh, I didn't. Yes, it's a oh, Patreon, I no essentially. Co- I did not know that. You can post content and everything like that. I wow. thought OnlyFans would like the strippers and the whores took yeah. OnlyFans and made it into like a back page or some shit. But no, OnlyFans is actually f- for any kind of content. Yeah. No, they so, turned uh, that shit into Tittyville. Yeah. Okay? Damn, I had no clue. So either Patreon or OnlyFans, I don't know which one, but. You we know. got some throwback reviews that we're going to give y'all. Yeah. And you're going to pay what you owe. Uh, Santa. <laughs> you ain't going to nate me. But um, no. Nah, so she told Stern, unless you want to, uh, <laughs> unless you're gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, man. So look, <laughs> unless uh, I can back that. So like, she was like, 
Stern. Hey, send that cash out for them uh, tickets to the joint, by the way. Y'all niggas want to see this goddamn movie. Uh, so she told Stern, look, I need you to get Tariq into your alma mater. And he was like, that ain't shit. Like, I built the library, fam. No How problem. Is Tariq, dog? <laughs> she was like, but I need you to do it tomorrow. Here's what I thought, too, because I was like, damn, why she rushing this shit? Like, you're not going to get the four years is four years. You're not finna get the money in a minute. Still going to take four years and a lot of academic success. I thought, like, well, nigga, why don't you just ask him to pay for a fucking degree? So what we I clearly just seen that this is that's a thing, right? Fam. Like in real life, yeah, we saw you yeah. can buy a degree at USC. Yeah, literally. But what I what I put together was they were worried that he was going to get kicked out of the second school. Because they thought the teacher might snitch on them. But then I thought, if the teacher snitches on you, fuck getting kicked out. Nigga, you might go to jail. But we want the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what's so funny is, even in prison, you can get an actual college degree. Yeah. And get it. And she told that nigga, you still have to take your GED and pass, but you start college tomorrow. Imagine starting college and still needing to take your GED. Nigga, one of these ain't gonna happen. What grade is this nigga in? Tariq in the fifteenth. He in the fifteenth grade, bro. Um, so Stern was like, "Look, I could pull whatever strings you need me to pull." He wasn't even. He in the ninth grade, dog. Yeah, and she said, "Look, once Reek owns these clubs, they yours." She was like, "If you get them in the school tomorrow, I sign them over to you right now." And I'm like. Is it y'all's power to sign them over to Stern right now? How much money you think Ghost got in these savings bonds or or his stocks or some shit like? Well, Stern wanted the clubs. What I'm saying yeah. is, why give up the clubs? How much more? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? How more much, money yeah, than what Ghost clubs. got? Like Ghost? I don't know. Remember, Ghost was strapped for cash two weeks ago, allegedly. Cause now I'm looking at everybody funny, like, well, he cause had, Ghost would be strapped for cash and then it hit Keisha with a duffel bag full of bread. So. I mean, they had to go, st- they had to do all that shit to get to Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would yeah. pay the money, like he. he cl- you would think he clearly don't got two million dollars. You would think, but the way Rick been talking to him, nigga, you <laughs> might nigga, not get this liquid, fam. And nigga had to like I act like I was trying to save him, but I really <laughs> want this nigga to get the fuck on. <laughs> like, damn, man, we ain't even got it. Damn. Try to stop Vincent from doing that, but he, he did it. Got it. But he did it. Uh, Tommy, so Stern was like, "Look, Tommy killed the shit out of Vincent and them, dog." Yeah, he did. He was scrapping. I'm gonna get Tommy that. He he was scrapping on some Julio shit. I'm gonna give him that. I so can't uh, we didn't talk about Julio going out um, on last week's episode, dog. Hey man, Julio going out was top five dead or alive. Like it, it didn't necessarily crack the top three, but that's just because it was so many other moments that was hard out here. You feel me? Julio and fucking Roller, dog. But, uh... dubs Rest in peace to all the gods, man. So, Stern was cool with the shit. He said, yo, man, you give me these clubs, you promise me these clubs, we do whatever y'all want, man. No problem. I get that little nigga in the school. Like, trust. It's nothing. And then Tasha going to tell Reek, you're going to college, baby. Like, imagine you going from fucking... You know friends love me dog <laughs> it's a different world reek different world book two nigga <laughs> oh true niggas gonna be at the uh they treat truth like it's the pit anyway you niggas is always <laughs> mr gaines coming in sacks gonna be mr gaines nigga i know my parents love me dog that shit's so fucking funny dog <laughs> 
Hold up, where is that? Is this shit not on here? Is this not a real song? You gotta go to YouTube for that shit. Oh, uh, I went to fucking Apple Music like a whore. God damn it. Alright, moment over. Just know, nigga. <laughs> them niggas gonna be at the fucking pit on bullshit. Um and then we see uh we see Reek and Tasha having breakfast. Cause she also told Stern she would work with him or work for him. Cause he was like, you need money, motherfucker. Don't act like you ain't like you just got bread. You came in here begging me to send your son to college and offering me clubs worth millions, nigga. Like clearly you need a couple bucks, nigga. You know what I'm thinking? The real estate alone on truth millions and you just giving it up. Oh man. Tasha's just a bad businesswoman in general. Uh, so anyway, her and Reek having breakfast, they eating some fucking uh checks mix and shit, and they relaxing. And then she like, Yaz and mama on the way to see you off to school. And somebody knocks at the door. And she like, that's probably them right there. And no, it wasn't. It was Blanca. Blanca came up in there, ready for the arrest. She like, yo, oh. We forgot the whole part with Q, where she said Q up. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, rewind. So she went over to Q crib one more time for the fuck fest. Went over there. She got, you know, she got condomed one more time. And uh, after her and Q get it and she got that nut off, the fucking cops burst in. Boom, boom, boom. Open the door. ATF. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they went in there. They came in there like Quentin Miller, whatever that nigga name is. I don't know what the fuck his real name was, but (laughs) (laughs) Quentin Miller, (laughs) come here, nigga. And they was like, uh, shout out to the one cop uh, who was like leading that whole little task force or whatever. He from Detroit. So that's like my my little Detroit knowledge for the day, nigga. The cop that played that dude is from the city. So shout out to him. But uh, they walked in there. Got Quentin on the floor. They like, yo, nigga. He butt naked. He like, damn, what the fuck's going on? They like, nigga, we arresting you for the murder of James St. Patrick. He like, what? I I ain't murdered nobody. And they was like, well, you going to jail for your third strike for having a gun on the premises, nigga. You a felon with a pistol. You can't do that. And they found his gun that was in his drawer. Tasha had put it back when she was over there fucking. He had called his daughter to say goodnight on FaceTime. And she put the gun back in the drawer. Like, come on, Tasha. Golly, dog. Um, but anyway, they fucked. Cops came. And while he was getting handcuffed, he like, Tasha, tell him I was with you. Tell him I was with you. And she just standing there looking stupid with a towel on her titties. Ugh, nasty. Tasha, nasty. I don't like her, dog. At all. There was no need for him. You didn't even need to involve him in this, bro. So we ran through the little part. It's not really important. Um, they was in the room interrogating them. They was like, "Look, you did it, or your mom did it." And then Reek was like, "Look, Sax, I saw you there." Yeah. So basically, shut the fuck up. Dre did it. But when did they tell them that Dre was dead? Because they knew Dre was dead. So then they tried to like, since Dre's dead, we got to pin it on someone else. No, the fuck you don't. Pinning on the dead man is the best thing that you can do. Yeah, because now it goes away with him. He don't have a he don't have a way to defend it. But they looking at it like, oh, we got a dead man. Now we got to reopen it. Figure out what's going down out there. It was just fucked up because this nigga, Reek, 
thinking he about to go to college and thinking his grandma and him coming over to see him off. And literally, nope, it was Blanca. Blanca ran up in Tasha crib and said, yo, Tasha St. Patrick, we are arresting you in the murder of James St. Patrick. And now Reek screaming and crying, mom, don't go to jail. Like, please don't arrest my mama. All that bullshit. We ain't got no, yeah, you get no love, Reek. And then Tasha like, what? What happened? You arrested someone for it already. And Blanca was like, nah, Quentin not stupid. That nigga went into the store and bought a Red Bull so he could have an alibi, fam. He not a dummy, nigga. You just tried to send a nigga who was smarter than you to jail. Try again. For no reason. He a nigga with two strikes. You think that nigga ain't smart enough to think? You just don't want nobody to be with their kids. You about to make another orphan. Fam. You about to make another orphan. Tasha, how obvious were you being? You literally had that nigga drive as far away from truth as possible and then leave you on the corner to walk up to the club. You don't think that nigga was going to think she being kind of funny style. And then he heard a gunshot. A gunshot? I don't care that you got back in the car crying talking about he was dead when I walked in. Nigga, I heard a gunshot and I'm a two-time felon. You think I ain't cover my tracks? Fuck out of here, man. Shout out to Q. Shout out to Q, man. Let me play a little song for my nigga Q. Hold up. Uh, who the most famous Q musician? Quinn Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Hold up, man. Let me play something for my nigga Q. 112. <laughs> Probably. Let me play something for Q. Let him know that we with him. TQ? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for my nigga Q. <laughs> let him know that we here. Q, we got you, baby. We gonna help you and Scott get money. Oh, you don't understand how funny this shit is, dog. <laughs> it's for Q. <laughs> yeah, I ain't ready, y'all. My nigga Jerry, I can't let Gerald sing. What is on the? Um, and then I grew up. Jason lyric soundtrack. Yup. Yep. Fire soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was. Another under we need to do a soundtrack ranking. By the way, Jason Lyric is getting a review. I'ma cry. <laughs> FYI, nigga. Soon as we get to talking about anything Bokeem Woodbine did in that whole movie, I'ma cry. Uh yeah, man. Q, we here for you, dog. I'm proud of that black man right there, nigga. That nigga said that no. That nigga won. Q said I went and got a Red Bull. Check the tape. <laughs> And they like, oh, this bitch trying to set me up. <laughs> like, I've been around the block a few times. Damn, literally, she had him drive around the block 12 <laughs> times. From tr- So here's what was funny. They were driving, and they're literally, you can see the lights from Truth and the sign that says Truth coming up in this scene from the car. And that nigga says, where is it? And she was like, oh, just go up a little more. <laughs> and I'm like, fam, it's right there. Like, <laughs> nigga, I know you've been in jail, but you know where the fuck Truth at. <laughs> That's like me saying, where the fuck yeah. is Club Blue at? Yeah. Like, nigga, like, it's, it's the blue club right here. <laughs> <laughs> that says Club Blue. Where the Fox Theater at? Man, like, oh, this big-ass Fox. Okay. Um, yeah, man, she tried to set Q up, but goddamn it, Q had a motherfucking alibi, and I loved it, dog. So, Tasha gets arrested, man, and she tells Reek, <laughs> hey, go to but, school. <laughs> Tasha got arrested and put her ass in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 12, fuck SWAT. Put her dumb ass in the box. Put a stupid ass in the box. She got she in the box with box braids and shit. <laughs> like, Should've got, the- got a job, but the bitch was lazy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Orange is the new black. Oh man. <laughs> Tasha went to fucking Rikers. She took that wig off. Had her shit braided. She looked like fucking Rip Hamilton. Took them fucking lashes off. She took that outfit off. She was looking like a rabbit's foot. I'm so glad that, that fuzzy bitch in jail. ass outfit. And she can't. It's no way for her to get out without Tariq going in. Yeah. So she there forever. Yeah. You can't not. No. And you're in there for murder, so you're not getting out. Like you in there for that's murder. And if they're, I don't know if they're counting ghosts as a do politician. You, do you think? That ghost left her out the wheel because he figured if I die, that bitch killed me. Possibly. <coughs> because not because he never thought Tariq would kill him. Because the money still goes to mama for yeah. a year. Yep. Because she gonna be in jail. Yeah. You need to get your shit on your feet. Yep. And these two niggas gonna And I I guarantee you know what that face was when Reek pulled out that gun on Ghost? Damn, I wish I could change my will. <laughs> Leave all the shit to Yaz and Mama. <laughs> I felt bad that now you know you failed as a parent though. Man, you you failed as a parent because he wants to live this particular life. Yeah, some of your karma, but you looking at a, a your son. Yeah, nigga that came out of you. You didn't birth him, but he still yeah. came out yeah. of you, literally. Yeah, and why well, we don't ever get credit for nothing? <laughs> We don't, we don't never get, get the nut credit. We don't get credit for nothing. And for nothing, literally <laughs> and get, figuratively. We don't get credit. And nuttingly, nigga. <laughs> like, but um, like you, he holding a gun. He ready to shoot you. Yeah. And then to a certain extent, you resign to the fact. Like, well, listen. After you do this, this is not gonna go away. Like you kind of know. And when he was like, "You, st- I try to give you a chance." Like we saw this coming, right? Yeah. I think we even talked about it. Like. We clearly know he's about to kill him. That whole little, tell me everything that you did. Yeah, tell yep. me about. And we call, we literally called it on this podcast on episode ten. Go back and listen to that if y'all don't believe us. We said, yo, he set him up like Ghost told him he set up Breeze. Yeah. I'm giving you one last chance to do what I'm asking you to do. If you ain't with it, I'm gonna kill you. And the last chance was that conversation that they yeah. had. Yeah, so like, he went, damn. hey man, why don't you confess? Ghost like nah nigga why would I do that you Little stupid motherfucker No And in real life it don't make sense I'm about to be the governor Cause I can kill the governor And the lieutenant the governor be the actual governor Yeah Since we be on some power shit Yeah That's a fact But huh. Cause If you wanna You wanna kick it real I could be on some uh, What's the nigga name from House of Cards Oh, Frank um, Underwood type shit. Woo. That nigga made it to the, be the president of the United States with not one nigga ever casting one vote for him. Facts. Like literally, he made his way to the presidency without nobody ever casting one vote. Now that's wild. That was the fucking level of power and intelligence that we were thinking Ghost was going to end off with. But he didn't, man. He let Reed kill him. So uh, we see this Tasha go to Rikers. We see her get stripped down and take her mug shots and do all that. And we know what her fate is. And then on the flip side, we see Reek go to jail. Or I'm sorry, to school. Pardon me. Now, my question, though, she worked out a deal with Stern. I get to clubs and... I'll send Reek to school, but he also said, come work for me. 
you went to jail. Stern could easily walk that back. Can't he like, uh, well, I wanted you to come work for me and get money with me. But if you not paying me, then what purpose does this really serve? Like, will the clubs be awesome? Absolutely. Do I need them or can I buy them later? Yup. Like Tariq ain't gonna fucking know what to do. He'll run these clubs into the ground in a year, nigga. I'll, he don't know what to do. Yeah, I'll buy these clubs. Ghost tried to teach him the clubs. Dre tried to teach him the clubs. He ain't wanna listen. What's, what's so funny? You trying to get in the game and Dre was trying to get in the in the club shit. Facts. Facts. So yeah, man. Um, and that was that. Then we got, you know, if you again, like we alluded to earlier, if you stuck around through the credits, you saw a little bit from uh Power Raising Canaan. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure that the characters that we saw or the actors we saw rather playing ghost, Tommy and Angie will still be the actors. I saw a few people say, damn, they did the prequel and couldn't even show Tasha fam. It was a clip from a show that just got announced today. Calm down. They weren't going to show you every character. Niggas call it's called raising Canaan and they didn't show Canaan. Tasha didn't, relax. Go, Tasha didn't go to school with them. Relax. But everybody relaxed, though. I don't care yeah. if she did or didn't. They was at school. Everybody calm down. Like, that wasn't the whole show, nigga. Like, damn. He was... met Tasha after high school. <sighs> he definitely fucked This was before I knew Tasha. This I met... is when I was still in love with Angie, fam. Right, because, like, Angie An- was the, the old girlfriend that he de- dated in high school. That left to go to Cho. Yeah. And that's why that ended. So what well, low key, that must have been middle school. Um, cause choke is high school, right? So she left and went to that off brand, not off brand, the high school in New Jersey. Yeah. So I don't know, man. On another note, man, you hearing all this freaky shit about this coronavirus shit, man? Man, I ain't worried about that shit at all, nigga. I don't like that the doctor who fucking like warned people about it back in December is dead. And now this journalist who been reporting on it on his own, he missing his family reported him missing earlier today. This nigga been doing live reports on this shit. I don't trust it. Uh, the Oscars is today. Shout out to Spike Lee who got on a Kobe tux. It looked wild, but I love it. Custom made purple and gold Kobe tux anywhere in a pair of Kobe. So Mamba forever, nigga. Um, I don't really think it's nothing happening at the Oscars that's gonna be cultural. So Black China's there. Black China's at the Oscars. Who let her in? I don't know. Oh my God. Them gotta be the same people let Reek in truth. Oh no, them the people who let Paz in truth. Yo, why of all the scenes, like all the different versions of the party at Truth? Paz only in one. Paz only in hers. That's the only one. We only see her up the gun thirteen times in her shit. I don't like it. But, uh, yo, that's how they ended, man. That's how they ended power, dog. Y'all let us know what y'all think about this episode. Let us know what y'all think about the season. How did you want it to end? Uh, we spoke a little bit on this last week. Somebody has to die. I wanted, if someone has to die, who do you want to die? And who do you want to be the person who killed them? See, I don't think somebody had to die. I think they could have sugar hill this shit. I think they would have been a lot better off doing a sugar hill. I'm saying if somebody had oh, to die. If somebody had to die, well, you already know who I want dead at all times, Tasha. But if, because I knew they wouldn't have killed her because technically nobody was really going to kill Keisha or Tasha. Uh, if somebody was going to die, 
I wouldn't have minded like a struggle between Ghost and Tariq and Ghost killing Reek. I was that was my exact that was my exact scenario. Man. My I wouldn't have minded scenario. that. I wouldn't have minded that. Him killing his own son and then And then go go to jail. Yeah, you lose your governorship and all that. That's not happening no more. Now you gotta go to prison for killing your son. And he not even gonna fight it because it's his son. Yeah. And then Tasha don't got no life yeah. insurance money. I'm in prison yeah. and y'all struggle. Yep. Everybody lose. And now you I back in want, the hood. Yeah. Now you back in the hood. And now you're gonna set Q up. So now you can't even fucking go down for it or like end up with this nigga Q who really loved your stupid ass. Yeah, if I was to to write that and somebody had to die, it'd have been Tariq. Um, but again, them marrying themselves to characters, they've created four spinoffs now. Even if he if Tasha tried to kill Ghost and Ghost end up defending himself and killing her and it looked wild and he go to jail and then Tariq ends up hating him and he goes into power book two yeah. hating ghosts because we think he think he killed his father. We can still watch that show because we will understand how where that yeah. hate comes from. And that's where again my ultimate ending would have been them sugar healing this shit, man. Whoever shooting it could have been Reek shooting ghosts, could have been Tasha. I ain't really care who who did it. But ghosts getting shot, us thinking he was dead for these five episodes, but then at the end seeing my nigga pop up somewhere low-key as hell in D.C. with Ramona chilling with a, he in a wheelchair or some shit, I don't know, nigga. If he got a sling on his arm or something, I don't know. But, like, popping up, clearly affected by the impact of the gunshot, but very much alive and very much living his life while people think he died, man. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been mad at that, but... Ending it with, with ghosts really dying and Reek technically being the man and Tasha going to jail. Like, it just, it wasn't satisfying. Tasha going to jail was satisfying, especially because she tried to be a whole ass nigga and set up a good dude who was a good black father. Women, y'all like seeing good black dads go to prison? Like, that's what y'all on? Like, damn, y'all nasty. But uh, Reek ending up on top and going to college and getting an education and knowing that with these terms of, of ghost will, he ends up with all the fucking money and the riches in the world. I don't like that. I don't like that. Knowing that we got a spinoff that's coming up. That's going to revolve around him. I don't like that. I'm not a fan. Cause Reek, I don't like you. I don't At like all. your character. Y'all didn't do enough to make me like Tariq or understand why he hated ghost so much. Y'all ain't do enough. Y'all, y'all set it up for failure. So, that said, man, that was the finale, dog. We we done with power, man. Um, where do you where do you put this in seventh. in your, your finale? Seventh, yeah, whatever. Six six yeah. more in front of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very underwhelming, dog. One because we knew what was gonna happen, but then y'all showed it to me six other times. Yeah, it it would probably be a better show if they didn't do that six episode. You know show. what's funny? If this final episode this series finale was episode 10 i wouldn't be mad we didn't need all yeah, that shit i wouldn't have been mad because if y'all would have just ended it with yo ghost died re killed him and there's how it ended you literally wasted we didn't need a who done it nah because we show didn't me, need show me what happened to dre yep. show me, and that's really it we didn't need a who done it y'all could have gave me let's talk about it if this would have been episode 10 and then say y'all brought it back for like an additional episode, just one more 11 for the season, right? Y'all could have gave me after ghost got killed and we saw this finale. 
Y'all could have gave me merged in Dre whole situation. Tasha at the the will and testament running in the past. Paz saying fuck ghost. I'm not taking his money. Tasha and the family sitting down, not getting nothing. Reek and Yaz only get it based on their education. And then Tasha setting up Quentin. Like you could like you could have combined and you could have showed me that Tate shit. You could have merged Tate and Dre's episode together and gave us this one. Honestly, they could have merged all five of these together. Well, four. So we'll say Tate, Tasha, Reek. You could erase the the Dre could, and Tommy. You could have erased the whole assassin shit. Yep. It was it was not needed. It was purposeless. Purposeless. Tate never needed to get involved in that. It, it never made sense. It was so many better ways to do this. Like, and if you were gonna do a who done it, it didn't need to extend this long. That's just a fact. Because it was only really two relevant episodes to these five. It was the Tommy one where we found out what happened with the whole Elisa Marie angle. We closed up a lot of that. And it was this one. And none of that other shit really mattered. Not saying they weren't good. Tate's episode was straight. Dre's episode was straight. But that was the same episode. It was the same episode. I ain't so need them. You didn't need to take the, the extra need time. Yeah, man, man. So it was just, it was a way that they could have done this and they would have gotten a lot less, uh, less pushback. You know, I see a lot of, uh, cause power gets a ton of ratings. Like the ratings for power on cable TV are nuts. But I see a lot of like 50 Cent and, and Courtney Kemp talking about how they're not respected and the NAACP Image Awards, the only time they've ever been nominated. Because it's not good enough to be on the on the level with the other shows. It's, not, know, it's, not, it's not on the level of Snowfall. Yeah, but you know what's funny, though? Here's what they did. Power went against type. You didn't start off campy and goofy and soap opery, but then you saw Empire... Get all this recognition from being campy and goopy and soap opera. Funny that y'all pitted each other and said y'all wasn't this and this, and then you ended and then up being you became just- that. But then you became that, but you became a lesser version of it. Because from what I know about, even though I never watched Empire, because I thought the shit looked goof troop from the beginning. Clearly, somebody thought it was good when this shit was getting Emmy noms and twelve million viewers every week, nigga. Shit couldn't have been half bad. So y'all tried to do y'all version of that, but you did a lesser version. But more importantly, you hurt all the fans who was a part of the original shit. You killed what we thought was dope. And now, this is what you get left with. A show with a whole bunch of ratings and very fucking poor critical acclaim, nigga. Like, we ain't really feeling it no more. It started off great, man. Had a spark when it started, started, but but now you just garbage. garbage. Fell from top 10 to not mention at all. To, to your, your spinoffs episodes is <laughs> no, that, wait, this yeah, is not scripted. I'm not by finna the way. do it, man. No, me and Jay is literally freestyling here, but you know what, man? Off the freestyle, we know we just gave y'all a few hours of podding. So what we want y'all to do, we want y'all to subscribe to the podcast. This week in culture on iTunes, on Spotify, on uh everything, nigga. Anchor, go we, go to the YouTube. Slash yeah. Jay Johnson three one three because that's where I'm about to start posting yeah. all the this week in culture videos. You want to just do a this week in culture YouTube? Yeah. Set up a channel. Fuck it, nigga. We will get that channel set up this week, man. So matter of fact, y'all wait a couple days and then watch this this week in culture YouTube channel pop up on y'all. And then in the meantime, go join this week in culture's Facebook group. Go join this week in culture or follow us on Instagram. And if you are looking 
for a ticket to join me and Jay this Saturday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. Come spend it with your folk. Grab your lady. Grab your dude. We got six tickets left, and we are getting them off rapidly. Grab the side chick. Grab your side. Hey, this is a great mission for your side. It's the 15th. You got, oh, you got. Oh, t- baby, I had to work last night. You got night. to tell them, oh, we didn't hang out last night because I knew we was coming here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I bought this for Saturday. Come on, man. Baby, you know I wouldn't do Come on, baby. Babe. Now, you know I wouldn't trip. Now, you know I wouldn't trip. So, look, man. You know I'd be doing that to get you mad. Hit us up <laughs> at This Weekend Culture on Instagram if you're interested in buying a ticket. We got a limit of two tickets. It's six remaining, $30 a piece. We're going to have a great evening on Saturday. Uh, it's All-Star Weekend, so we're not going to keep y'all past nine because I want to get home and watch the dunk contest. So it's going to be a good time. Come kick it with your boys. If you didn't make it to the Queen and Slim screening, I'm telling you now, we finna have a good-ass time. All we need you to do is come join us, man. Make sure you get one of them last six tickets. In the meantime, let us know what y'all thought about the Power Series finale, episode 15. Let us know what y'all think about all these spinoffs. And just hit us up, man. If you got a Blackberry letter, hit us on thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. We'll see y'all next week, man. I'm your host, Ann Wood. That's my co-host, Jay Johnson. We out.